All right, here we are with Exalted, Princes of the Universe, Season 5, Episode 9. We are in November 2016. I am Devin, the GM, and to my right, we have X playing Y. Nicole playing the Majestic. Kevin playing the Killer Queen. Ian playing Longhorn Seawolf. And Peter the Royal. All right, gang, a lot happened last session, so please fill the listeners in. Democracy failed. <laughs> yeah, democracy oh. succeeded, just not in our favor. Which means it failed. Yeah. D- dictatorship failed and democracy succeeded? You know, what we were stupid and let people make a vote because we assumed they wouldn't be stupid. But they were stupid, and therefore yeah. the wolf is not dead. And therefore we are stuck with the consequences, and now you guys are openly rioting. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Paralleling current events, I think. The new the new closing of Disneyland. <laughs> close Disneyland. I know, I was being facetious. So yeah, one may had its first trial. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> it was a terrible decision. You yeah. let 40-something eggs also vote. Yep. Mm-hmm. 39, because uh, the Traveler was... Off I said 40-something, so up or down. <laughs> was an exact. Wait, the Traveler wasn't there? He went off to chase a butterfly The Traveler wasn't there, and we gave oh. you a vote because we're idiots? Why the fuck did you get yeah, a vote? Yeah, letting you vote, and I <laughs> forgot to give the Traveler a vote, and he was clearly there when I looked yeah. over the recording... Is what swung you to live. You would have gotten the death sentence if you didn't get a vote and Traveler voted. And we would have fed you, no, fed you to the Traveler. Then, no, then it would be... Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Traveler would have voted me dead, yeah. He would have voted death, and he would have gotten a vote for live, and it would just... Even. Yeah. So, oh, speaking of which, guess who we're going to take to Hotcathonia? <laughs> so, there was a trial. People screamed at each other. Lothar revealed his much more complex and three-dimensional character. Wow. Um, and then the sun showed up, because uh, oh, he's yeah. such a fan. But it was such a little weird offset moment that most of us forgot about it because it was like, oh. Yeah, yeah. Keep it the it's like your in law showed up for one yeah. day. And sun showed up. He's like, stop throwing shit at the sun. Dick and move. Then he, we were like, fuck we're you. Like, you're not our dad. And I'm like, did, it, did you at least let the stupid bitch die? And he's like, what I'm leaving now. Bitch? And then she didn't die. And I was really pissed about that. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah. And then he just shoots like <laughs> Kana. It's like, there you go. <laughs> dead. Yeah, stupid bitch is dead. <laughs> He's like, wow. And then he dumped a pile of garbage on her front lawn. She's like one of the most humane female characters in this whole thing. Nope. Oh, Young Carter's so. son showed up, saw all the first age infrastructure around, and was like, huh, nothing looks different, and then left. Yeah. <laughs> Everything looks in order here. Perfect. Peter and I, in one of the off topics, talked about how you could never use the sun as an NPC, so I racked my brain trying to find a, a scenario where it would be acceptable to use the sun. And the one thing that seemed halfway acceptable and still came off as really shitty, even in the recording, was you guys throwing shit into the sun and attacking the sun and him coming down and sternly but politely asking you not to. That is literally the best I could come up with. Yeah, I think it was good. And it didn't end with us trapping him in a Yassel crystal and using him as a power source. Hooray! <laughs> Sad Yay, ending. We're not... I mean, great. Awesome. If it's like, okay, I guess this session's going into overtime where you're fighting the Unconquered Sun. <laughs> I have well, the stats for a mage god here. You know, Wonder wanted to fight him, but... Wonder wants to fight everything. Even his own reflection. <laughs> like a beta fish. There's oh, like a he... bunch of like head wounds and all these mirrors across Wanmei as he keeps ramming oh, into them. He wants to fight his shadow like he'll fight in the darkness. There's a bunch of punches all over the west side of the city. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm so bad. Oh, Wanderer. We don't, wonder we don't give him shiny plates anymore. He just puffs up. <laughs> he finishes his meal and just like, ah. And yeah, then. To hell with you! 
And then there was wine, and Wanderer threw a fit and decided to leave. Yes, yeah. the Wanderer threw another fit where he did nothing, and then left. Well, he, he dragged a bunch of people away with him, and then they all went back to their beds afterwards. Yeah, they had a picnic, and they're like, oh, that was nice. Let's go walk back to Wanmei. We can see it from here. Yeah. <laughs> right? And yeah. yeah. Oh, would you ever want to leave? Or they like drifted off into, you know, a, they had their big sandwiches and then they fell asleep and then they dreamt and then they went down the glass elevator and they're like, oh, we're home. That's probably the thing, like, that <laughs> like travelers tell each other when they leave one May. It's like, if you ever get homesick, just think, just, just dream of home. Eat a lot of pasta before you go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> you can never escape. You'll always be back here the next morning. That's so. Can't run away from home. <laughs> Aw, it's like Earthbound. So, you guys, the four of you are in the magic meeting room. As every day you guys wake up to starts. <sighs> Everyone's doing their thing, their personal grooming. Yeah. Queen's painting our horrible nails. Well, we should do want to start with everybody, or should we start building up the scheme? Alright, whatever. Who wants to go, go. Well, I guess we can start with just the royal and the queen. Okay. Royal and Queen, you're in the magic meeting room, then. Yeah. The Countess is preening herself under the table. Maybe. Foot <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't worry about her. She doesn't notice anything if we keep the tablecloth on. Oh, better. Okay, let me check my notes. What the fuck is Cessus unbuttoned? Cessus Ustron was... Oh, the Panda Man. Was Panda, sa- was panda Assassin. Who's also dead now. Like Who's all of the Sanda. Pa- like all pandas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, panda people. Racism. Mm. Okay. Um, so, Queen. What happened in Nexus? What happened in Nexus? I, uh... Started a little new hobby. You might have seen all the wine bottles around. Yeah, what's up with that? Oh, it's wine. It's it's uh, Precious Memories Wine. It's my newest creation. Oh, don't drink it. Uh, that's for that's is a peasant wine. Okay. Well, I hope it doesn't get too spread out. It might be. Oh, oh, honey, it's a little late for that. Speaking of which, uh, all our rebellions across the south have mysteriously come to an end. One may hologlyphically manifest himself in the middle of the table. Yes, lawgiver. Yeah. And he shows like a demographic of the south in a in a display map on the table that like is made from the table itself and like mm-hmm. like sand basically. And it shows red areas up to a couple <clears throat> weeks ago that were full of unrest. It's like areas of unrest, rebellion, heretical worshiping, uh, moves against the solar deliberative. Realmisms, Atlat worship, and then it shows post a couple weeks ago, and it all goes down to a nice mellow green. Green across the board. Well, looks like Paragon's empty. While the ghosts disappearing. Paragon Shadowland. Paragon Shadowland has been moliated. Hmm. There has been approximately 0.0001% Independent thought alerts appearing across Juan May since institution of the new Precious Memories wine. Hmm. Remember free will? Remember? Remember? <laughs> Queen doesn't. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, militia recruitment has increased 300%. Well, I guess if you'd like to go further than that, we've got one part of the Paragon set. Please find the second one. Yeah, I'll be starting to disturb distribution once uh, once we take the realm, but until then, it's a little too dangerous to be spreading myself out too thin. Okay, I just hope it doesn't weaken the productivity too much. Productivity has increased 35%. Okay. Yeah, you're going to notice people will be a little odd around us, but uh, once they're left alone, they'll do their own thing. They're like little worker ants. Holographic representations on the walls in like bass reliefs show people just working faster, not taking breaks, being chummy around themselves, shooting the shit more, staying <clears throat> later for work, hanging out with their families, just doing whatever. Perfect. Everyone's super happy at everything they're doing, from the shit shoveler that doesn't exist because you guys have plumbing, all the way up to the person that's personally doing the Killer Queen's nails right now under the table. I'll come this. It's like doing a shitty job, then putting your hand under so the person can do a proper job. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah. So, uh, what's this meeting about? Oh, lots of things, lots of things. Oh, I guess mostly about the wolf. Oh. Since, well, you wanted to punish him, and I guess one part of it could be related to Paragon. I was like, pull out the staff of peace and order. You know, those oaths that the perfect made people do. Apparently they're uh, forever binding, not like those eclipse of they can break. If you know, wolf breaks some off under this, he'd die. I'm pretty sure he's powerful enough he can resist something like that. No offense. Mm -hmm. It's a nice trinket. Well, I heard it can bind exalts, but... The Perfect did have a solar under his work. An eclipse. Yeah, she died. Yeah. Additionally, the Majestic would not appreciate uh, us enslaving one of our own, even if it's someone like the Wolf. Well, pardon me. I guess it's always an option. Put it back in. But speaking of the Wolf, I've heard some tale not so long ago. I started using my linguistic charm to talk around the subjects while still letting the queen... What? She can cut through your yeah. bullshit. She has... No, she's... it's not about bullshit. It's about, I'm talking a flowery language that you understand what's going on, but the... Oh, nobody else will? Okay. Yeah. So I'm that makes more sense. Conveying the meaning to you. Trying to flowery bullshit her. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the queen does not <clears throat> do flowery bullshit. Well, you can't really <laughs> tell what I'm lying, so... So, yeah. Back in the Primordial War, Wolf's first incarnation was a little bit crazy. He was called the Thrice Damned Goral. He decided that you know he wants to rebel against the sun because everything's bad and so forth. You're talking about his immortality project. Yeah, I guess it's kind of straight to the chase. Yeah, yeah, let's... Let's just get straight to the chase here. What do you want with it? Well, I think that the two of us are the most responsible one of our circle, and we should have all the necessary tools to try it. <laughs> Kill Queen's like, oh, puts the drugs into her purse. Yes, responsible. <laughs> no, it's like, this isn't a conversation you're having with like all of us one on one, is it? With this same no. thing? No. <laughs> it was Seawolf. We're responsible. This seems like something like, you do. Yay. No offense. No. But okay, go on. <clears throat> Flatter me. <laughs> Well, you know, 
you were the like you showed remorse uh, after the Nexus, going there, fixing it up from the Shadowland. After multiple orgs. And don't talk about my orgs. <laughs> <laughs> and from what I've seen, you do the right thing. Like when first confronting uh, what's the Mask of Winters, you were the only one that didn't want to rebel against him. From what I heard, that you bowed the knee. The right I bowed the knee to prevent the murder of hundreds of people. Exactly, you do which, the right uh, thing. Yeah, depending on who you ask. But sure, go on. So, I was thinking that since we still have the wolf around, we could poke the, his brain, try to figure out what's going on there, and use that for the two of us. To, again, give the strength we need to try to... Hmm, Make the world right. Fair enough. I mean, just from what I've seen of the Majestic, he, from what I've seen reports of regarding uh, the encounter with Lunghorn, he somehow survived being thrown to the sun, something like that. So I'm going to guess he's perfected his, or uh, is just outstandingly tricky. Mm. So sure, sure. If you want to make this a joint project, yeah, I think that would work. Perfectly, you know, no eclipse offs, no anything, no bullshit like that. So, uh, we're good about the time I tried to blow you up, right? I mean, no offense, you were just, you were just there, and it was a really fun oh, opportunity. Well, it's kind of unfortunate. I hope you don't do this again. You know, let's not drag this on forever. You know, let's not screw each other over more so. I mean, for the record, for the record, I didn't know it was going to explode quite that much. Okay. It was funny. <clears throat> but anyway, yes. Yeah. So that's why I didn't vote to kill the wolf because, well, he's ripe for figuring things out, figuring his exaltation up. Look, look, you don't have to defend your vote about that. Everyone voted differently. I'm not gonna... I'm just saying that once we get that information, you know, we could arrange for the wolf and an unfortunate accident on very dangerous quests. Like, you know, there's Juno in the Labyrinth, and apparently he got parts of the Juggernaut. I didn't know that. Well, now we know. And, you know, in such circumstances, it would be understandable if someone accidentally would die. That say. would be understandable. Yeah. And okay. I think, and I think Majestic would get along with that idea. I like the cut of your jib here, yes. This can... <clears throat> okay. Yeah. It helps that the dark music from Persona 4 is playing. It does help. This is when yeah. the murder happens. <laughs> um, so, what else did you miss while you were away? I missed just just so much. What else have you been discovering? How'd the party go? Uh, party went well until the bloody fireworks. Unfortunately. <laughs> Yeah, Madrono told me in very detailed explanation. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we have all the elementals working for us. Those that aren't working will soon probably face the whip of the Court of Orderly Flames. So yeah, that went pretty well. Right, I was reading the logs for that. Yeah. Um, other than that, I got some information about what Cloud is up to, and it's not really good. Do tell. Um, you remember the Great Contagion? 
Yes, I remember that quite well. Well, apparently... I remember. Altokaton got his hand on something similar, but for that works on spirits. He wanted to un- uh, inoculate oh. himself against such things to prevent oh. him. Yeah, long story short, Altokaton's fine. He's got the vaccine. Everyone's there vaccinated. But you, Sean, isn't. Yes. Or creation. That's why I think we should go to Autocatonia soon. Yeah. Because he has the cure or this yeah. vaccine. Yeah. That's a thing. Vaccines exist. Yeah. Yeah, like milkmaids are usually uh, immune to the pox. Right, yes. So, there's that. Um, also, this one here, the Majestic, is like a medicine expert, so he he's probably explained the concept of preventative <clears throat> medicine. And you're like, what? Washing you go to hands. the doctor before you get sick? You dumb bitch. You go to the god of the disease. Way to waste your time. Face. Why would you go to the doctor when you're healthy? That's like going to the toilet after before before you even have to go. <laughs> Without a magazine. Yeah. In front of my wife. <laughs> so, okay, yes, this does sound like a serious issue that mm. we should... Plus, since we'll be in Autocatonia, uh, I think we'll talk with Arzak, since he's part of the Viator and so on and so on. They might also have some information about Wolf's plan, because Autocaton fixed us, so we cannot become warlocks anymore. Arzak or the Viator maybe have some way of getting the information from the Great Maker and trying to fix that. Oh, right, Arzak didn't come back with us, so... yeah. Uh... He's apparently in Autocatonia still, doing his stuff. So yeah, that's what else we can do there. Okay. I talked with the Goddess of Things Lost, and apparently Eye of Autocaton is not lost. So someone's hoarding it, like a little hoarder. Probably if it was in creation. look at me? Because all the Horror. bad things come from it. <laughs> if the wolf had it, you think he would already no. done something with it? <laughs> Lose it. <laughs> yeah, then it would be lost. I'm gonna use it as a footrest, Tee. <laughs> That's a nice ball. Chase the ball, wolf. Chase the ball. <laughs> yeah. If it was in creation, probably would be pretty obvious. <clears throat> so maybe it's an underworld. <clears throat> and we're really on the nose if the Eye of Seven Despair was using the Eye of Autocaton to build his army using the engine from the Eye of Judgment. From what I understand the legend, using it is an outstandingly bad idea. Yeah. I don't. I think even for a Death Lord, I can't mm. see him. I've met the man. I don't think he's that stupid. If he okay. does have it, yeah. which... Are you saying that just because his name is Iron Seven Despair? Is that is that no, your logic here? I'm saying it because he's very mechanical focus. He's the machine god. And he apparently recently raised an army to siege all the other death lords in the underworld. Hmm. So, maybe, I'm just guessing here. But that also ties to something else, which is the cult house, which is his stronghold. Apparently that has so-called inheritance of my previous incarnations there. Basically... Apparently, my previous condition decided that gathering some oxygen shards would be very useful, and I think there's a bundle of them there. You know, if we went there, maybe, say, you would be talking with the Eye of Despair while I take the Nightcast to try to infiltrate the space. Apparently, he doesn't know that's there, so 
even if it got lost. By the night cast, you mean uh... night of curses, night of curses, maybe some from your brother's circle, and so on, and so on. Maybe. So yeah, if we found that, you know, I definitely will, uh, will be open to sharing it. I know that you've looking been looking for some for your kid's sixteenth birthday that's coming up. Oh, that's past. That mm. uh, that was a bit of a fuck mm. up, but. Uh, I'll tell you what, I'll be with that if you help me find the six that I've lost. Mm, certainly. Okay, uh, let me look at my notes. What else are we missing? I've got an alternative to that, but uh, I'm not sure I want to risk it with my kids. No, that's definitely... Lose. <laughs> you can make Too more. Soon. <laughs> Why do I want to punch the wolf again? Uh... With the back of my hand! <laughs> Oh. Actually, your kids were mainly fine. One of them got a bloody nose. That's you owe me two yeah. million obols, killer queen. <laughs> so, yeah. And other than that, there's something called the Brass Leviathan in the west that's like the Fiberdoll Shrike, and apparently it's waiting to meet us. I have um, that lore thing where I know everything that scholars know. The Fiberdoll Shrike is... The, the, oh, the Brass Leviathan. The Brass Leviathan is... Like the traditional word for Leviathan. A dragon at the edge of the world that people can't identify. It hunts ships, murders realms uh, crew members, and destroys anything naval realm base that gets into the water in the west. It has been a scourge on the realm forever. Some mortal scholars, uh, some mortal scholars who are still alive, believe that the, fo- that the um, Brass Leviathan is a machine or some sort of artifice or great uh, guardian uh device left behind from uh, ages past. Okay, yeah. I'm all caught up on that then. So uh, you know where it might be then? Well, the water elementals can get us to it. Hey, fair enough. If it's against the realm, it's probably with us. It's able to call down storms. It has lightning on its side and like can capsize fleets. Still our stuff. Alright. Sounds like an option. We don't have much power, naval or otherwise, in the west, so... Uh, one oil rig. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he'd be our... And all the water elementals now, like the Vodniks and stuff. Hmm. Mm. Oh, yeah. Well, I think we should start with Autoclatonia, deal maybe with the cold house, and go from there. So, I guess we should bring Majestic on board with the wolf thing. Yes, that is a very wise idea. Yeah. Captain skitters onto the table. Shall I summon him, my lords? Yes, yes. Uh, perhaps soften him up a bit in your usual way. She like was reaching towards the button to call the majestic and retracts her claw. Yes, I will of course parlay this information personally. This auspicious message of intercircle cooperation must be conveyed with the word mouths of the voice of the lawgivers. Well, thank you. And Princess. she skitters away. So, uh, I presume you have a plan to get this information from the wolf before we, uh... Well, I know that, you know, you're a great sorcerer, so... You're a sorcerer, (laughs) you figure it out. Well, you know, between the two of us, I guess we can try figuring things out during his memory a bit. I wonder... I have the wine. I wonder if I could purify a bottle so much that I could bring, I could help with his essence mm-hmm. from the first stage, combined with the uh, majestic technology. Probably. Might be a team work. Perfect. 
So yeah, we may have something, uh, we'd be doing this on Cathonia, right? That would be the, uh, plan. Well, once you have his, everything we need, then we could do it in Autocathonia, we could send it to the Labyrinth, where Juno is, either or. Because if I use something to rip the information from him, uh, we're probably going to want to end him there and there and then. Hmm? Well, we probably could do that. Excellent. Okay. Just going to reach over and delete the uh, recording of anything going, oh wait, private room, because secrets. But, you know, well, plus, we've been talking around the issue a bit as well. Yeah, you guys so. are speaking in code language. Oh, right, yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. The Countess arrives in your bathhouse, machine shop. Probably working on... Did they come back from the wild yet? Oh, yeah. They brought Probably that sun. On that yeah, they also voted. So. <laughs> yeah, the, the sun that worships itself is that giant prayer uh, system. And you and uh, Prayer of the Domination are just standing there in your various outfits... Uh, one hand across your chest, the other hand with the elbow of the other hand in your palm, with your uh, hand, like your face in your hand, looking at it going, huh. Try to basically spit all ideas off of each other on how to properly integrate it. When the Countess uh, and a flock of worshippers come into view. I'll look over, what's going on? My lord! She makes like that motion at Prelude Domination and everyone else. I have words for your ears only. Very well. I'll like take her into like a side room or whatever. Oh, she just demands everyone else to leave until everyone gets out of the way. Fair enough. She makes like a hand motion and a movement with her Dragon King knowledge paths and makes the air around the area around you create like a sigil on the floor for like making sound exist in here. Because she's a master of air aspects. Because she's an air dragon king. Silencio. <laughs> Quietus. Vada Cadavera. <laughs> there are schemes at play, my ma- my majestic. Schemes and plans. Oh, Spies are there now? Who's Good th- ones. Okay. <laughs> Nicole's face. That's great. <laughs> Suspicious face. Lord Royal and Lord Killer Queen. They work together. They cooperate. And they want you to be involved. Schemes and plans, my lord. Machinations far beyond the mind of this lone hybrid servant. All right. Plots for ultimate power, my lord. Power that can only be handled by the force and skill set of one such as yourself. Your delicate hands untouched by the cruelty of hard labor. For hard labor itself bows to your whim. Satiny smooth. She gently caresses your hands and your hair. Because remember, awesome. she just touches you all the time. All right, so good idea to send her first, straight up. Good idea. <laughs> Put him in a better mood. Perfect. Um, <laughs> also, she's like, there are schemes and shit, and he's like, mm-hmm. no, the good kind. And I was like, mm-hmm. all right, I will go to the magic meeting room. Countess of Majestic, come on back. Gonna change it from the murder soundtrack to something else. Why was the murder soundtrack? Because they were talking about murder. Rainbow no. letters. Nobody's <laughs> more about murder. That's really how we were like doing the word murder without being seen. It's just like <laughs> performance <laughs> charms. 
Confirmed like, for murder. Everyone's like, are they planning a pride parade? <laughs> <laughs> well, of sorts. <sighs> oh, hey, you're here. Hello. I hear there are plots being <laughs> plotted. Yes, we're discussing... <laughs> <laughs> Kevin did the hat motion. Kevin did the rainbow hand motion for imagination from Spongebob, but the words murder appeared. (laughs) (laughs) That one performance charm. You have it. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh, yeah, we're discussing not only, uh, kind of looks around the room. Okay, good. Wait, wait, wait. It's behind all the curtains and stuff like that. It's like mellow. No. Fucking square mellow. Behind you is the traveler. Are you looking for me? Oh, yeah, you're you're fine, actually. Can't really get rid of you, so... Are we talking about killing my mate? Is your mate already dead? Not yet. That'd be a really Wait, good no, way to get rid of his him. Mate. Who yeah. his mate was that? That was almost Sans' mate that died. Right, I keep thinking his mate was... Uh, died. What's his name? Yeah, sure, join us at the table. Have some breakfast. All right. So, uh, yeah, we're discussing stripping the wolf of his... Plan for immortality. And right, you all had those two. What's that? Right, you all had those two. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think I've kind of gathered at this point that we all had something really horrible going on. What do you mean, my lord? You all had great plans to make yourselves shining stars that would endure beyond the withering phantasmagoria of the cosmos itself burning out from its lack of eptitude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a better way to put it. But either way, his sounds more promising. So it seems apt to tear it from him. And uh, Well, his, besides mine, were the only ones that was actually anything to do with being immortal. Everyone else's was just, maybe they'll get reincarnated, or maybe people will act like them in the future. So, I mean... And I mean, I love my kids, but I don't think any of them are, uh... Killer queen material? Killer queen material, exactly. It's better if the killer queen is the killer queen. If the killer queen goes to the killer queen, then it's a sum total win for me. <laughs> never okay, never so... go full killer queen. <laughs> and then we kill him? Yes, and then we feed him to, uh, the traveler. That sounds like a plan! That does sound like a plan. He's Makes, cutting nothing. He's pantomiming knives and forks on a plate. <laughs> Makes our ally more powerful. Uh, <laughs> not really. Yeah. I just like it. Sexually. <laughs> so do Christ. I. So do I. <laughs> He's just into war. He's not even doing it for power. <laughs> he likes putting his solar mate in various incarnations inside of him. Ooh, so it's his thing. It's like... Jeez, uh, what are those called? Nothing. Moving on. <laughs> moving on. His theme is that one song from Fern Gully. Golden Widows. Toxic Love? No, the one where the lizard is singing about its love of eating people. That was Tone Locke singing that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, we're thinking of, you know, we're gonna tell, tell him about the Autocathonia plan. That sounds like the better way to start here. Okay. So, Cloud in Darkness got his hands on a really bad contagion that he, I guess, spread into Yushan. Contagion, like, with a capital C? Yes, like the Great Contagion, only it's divine, against gods and spirits. Not not ghosts, though, because they're already dead. Fair enough. And I guess he's fumigating Yushan right now. Uh, So, 
I was thinking that we can go to Alvaratonia, get the vaccine to spread across creation, to prevent the 90% of the gods that live in creation from dying. Yeah, sounds like a plan. We agreed we wouldn't uh, interfere with his plans. Those plans are in Yushan, not on creation, so... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I didn't promise that, so I can just take it there. <laughs> yeah. I can do whatever I we want. We probably could go into Yushan. I have a way in, and we could distribute the vaccine to, say, pattern spiders or... See, you shouldn't have told me that, because I promised not to help uh, interfere with his plans. Yeah, but you're <laughs> just helping me interfere with his plans. Well, which is he... He never told us what his plans were, so whatever we're doing cannot really interfere with them. Yes, they can. That's the that's that's not even an argument. And I'll be blunt, we know a lot of infernals, and some of them may be able to help us with this. Mm. Well, yeah. Um, other than that, um, if we talk with Arzak, he might give us some info on what we need for the immortality scheme. And I think that's... Was really it? And so yeah, fuck over the wolf and save you, Sean. And creation. It's a sum win for all of us. That's right. All of us. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Before we kill the wolf, though, we need to get the information out of him. And yeah, I was thinking, between your technological genius and my wine... This nostalgic wine, I think we could <clears throat> tap into the essence of his first incarnation. Your what wine? Oh, the wine. You've seen it everywhere, right? The Precious, precious Memories wine. wine. She no. pulls a bottle out of nowhere that <laughs> her uh, salon stylist was drinking from. Straight up, the Majestic did not notice. Everyone was just being super uh, complimenting and talking about the stuff he's done that's great. He did not notice. <laughs> See, this is what I like. People who don't freak out about my plans. It's just wine. It makes you feel nostalgic and happy. Awesome. It's just another drug. Everyone's always doing drugs anyways. Exactly. Why, why would you freak out about that? It's no different than cocaine. <laughs> Not that I know anything about cocaine. I've never done that drug. Queen's Not ever once. <laughs> Not even once. You've been around Claire Queen that's like doing all sorts of drugs. No, like, the Majestic had never done drugs except for one time when they were about to do a super important meeting, their first meeting with, like, the bosses of the guild, when they were still not very powerful. Right before that meeting, she decided to blow cocaine in his face. And he's like, <laughs> Uh, I've never done this drug before! <laughs> well, again, probably Kelly Queen has an aura of drugs around her, so just being around Just brush up against her and start yeah. hallucinating. Yeah. Uh. Okay, so... Your wine makes people remember things. Mm -hmm. We're trying to get his past memories, so that makes sense. Well, it makes them remember things they shouldn't remember, even, so... Uh. There you go. Um, and then something, something, I'm sure I could... Rig it so it's more. Yeah, purify it. Yeah. Purify it and record whatever comes out of Wolf. And yeah. Then we arrange for an accident. Right onto my fist. Yep. <laughs> Probably no wonder, didn't mean it like that. No wonder I had a kid with the travel. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Alright, so. Uh, sounds like a plan. Something, something, we're going to Autochthonia because stuff that is... Vaccines. Vaccine. Vaccine. Yep. We want a vaccine for the gods on creation. Okay. I'm talking to Arzak about this immortality thing, which he knows something about. Um, Arzak's the one that wants to be a dick with a talk on. 
I think a lot of people want to be dicks with our Arzax is part of the Viator. Viator wants to fix the Great Mercury per permanently. Even we want to be dicks with the Talkthon, just in different ways. Well, probably if we talk with him about, say, hey, we've got this Uranus going, we're looking for the Eye of the Talkathon. We have an alternative to your horrible genocide yeah. plan. Alright, alright. If he's, uh, if he's reasonable. I mean, you hung out with him, you probably know whether or not he's... He's pretty reasonable. If, if that was an act, I don't know, but, uh, you know, 15 years with the guy. It's got to count for something. Alright, so let's go. How are we going to convince the wolf to go with us? He likes traveling with us, so... Yeah. So that hard. Hey, wolf, we're going on a trip. Okay. We're going on a trip? You want to get in the camel? <laughs> want to go for a ride? Much. <laughs> for a car ride? It's like there's dogs in the car hugging each other, thinking they're going to the vet, but really they're just going for a walk. That was a great picture. <clears throat> um, I guess we could also get steel handleboards because he knows where Arzak is, and probably he'd like some parts from the wolf and stuff. So, mm. make another ally stronger. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. Fewer legs and arms means few bit few less struggle. No. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you should bring Kana, and I should bring uh, Madrono. They'd want to watch. Oh well, yeah, but I'm assuming that's not happening now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. When we decide on it. <coughs> so, yeah, I guess we're just uh, making plans for uh, Arcathonia then. Okay. So I guess you guys are purifying the wine, figuring out how to do this. And it's a pretty tall order. You're gonna have to deal with. You know who would be really great at helping you? Fortnite rabbit. Void. Lytech. He's somewhat of an expert in diagnosing past lives and archiving issues hmm. with uh, Exalted. He doesn't interact directly with the Exaltations, but he's kind of an archivist and a record keeper. We hmm. could get an attribution. Lytek, the right hand of power. Yeah. Then we have to go to Yushan first, though. Or we could just have that plan for later. Well, we don't have to kill the wolf right away. That's true. We okay. need that information. Lytek might actually be an excellent boon to your guys' projects. Okay, yeah. so after Yushan, then. Or not... So after Autocathonia. Autocathonia. Then we rescue Lytek from Yushan. Deal with everything else. Hmm. And so on and so on. So good, right? Okay. Okay. So I guess we bring the wolf on board. You, know? you call the wolf in the magic meeting room? Yeah. Buzz. Okay. Wolf walks in. Sees all you guys. Hey, wolf, we need to go to Autocatonia. You want to come with us? See you, wolf. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Just peachy. It's good to hear. Things are always excellent when the auspicious son of the lawgivers deigns to gather together at once. Okay, then. What, what are we doing? Rescuing creation, like all of it. Yeah, we're going um, to Dodecathonia for uh, reasons, important reasons, such as saving you, Sean, from itself. Well, Wait. basically, Cloud has a really nasty virus, and... Plague. The word is plague. Plague. 
And there's a vaccine for it in Yushan, so we need to... We, we, we promise not to get in the way we're of gonna, gonna This like... would be morally wrong, guys. No, there's gods all over... <laughs> no, I'm not, wait, I'm not talking to him, so never mind. There's gods all over creation. Yeah. There's gods all over creation. Okay. We're gonna vaccinate them, so when Yushan opens... That's valid, okay. Okay. Yeah, let's go. So I guess... Are you, are you seriously bringing Captain Lunar? Captain or is he Lunar? just gonna hang out? Uh, no, he's only coming when we finally decide to execute the wolf, so... Well, my work here is done. See you all later. Later. See you then. He's so pleasant. Bye. Bye. It's always so eerie sometimes. He's wearing the face of your last incarnation. I know. And, like, my best friend in his, like, chest. Like, the picture doesn't fit right all the time, so he has to, like, push it up <laughs> Technically, this isn't even Sea Wolf. He, the, or this isn't even Traveler. The Traveler's core body is somewhere else. He's a menagerie, remember? Jeez, interesting. He says puppets everywhere. Corpse. He's puppets. an old. He, he's a lunar that has gone a different way with the whole lunar shape shifting bestial wild thing. Clever. He's more like an ardent witch. Clever. Ardent witch. The other incarnation of lunars, where they're creepy things at the edge of the world that you don't want to fuck with. They're much more esoteric. There's not a real good explanation I have off the top of my head. Revlin did a really good version of them. Speaking of which, since we have the ghost of the Traveler, we can always send him to the east to check out Mahasuchi domain, because if Mahasuchi is dead and he was just like impaled and so forth and not properly buried, he might be a powerful spirit that would want to, you know... That'd definitely be a problem, because, you know, Lunars are natural necromancers. Oh, yeah. So he'd almost definitely be some sort of angry specter tearing up in the underworld. Yeah. That sounds like a problem for later. Well, we can Also, send... something to think about is the fact that the realm is actually pretty good. Well, okay, not the realm, but the usurpers were pretty good at putting people to rest so that didn't happen. Yeah, yeah but they built giant elaborate tombs, and ain't nobody doing that on the realm's budget. Yeah. Hmm. Well, again, yeah, we can send the ghost of the traveler out there since he's already hanging out in the east and so on and so on. The ghost of the traveler? We haven't yeah, seen the ghost of the traveler. He was here for the trial. That's a what? different ghost. That wasn't the ghost what? of the traveler. That's uh, Oh, no you're traveler. talking about Slave Dad. I don't no, say that in character. No, no the traveler. That's the traveler. Not traveler, the ghost of your previous we circle mate. We've never had yeah. him. Didn't he say that he comes over and says hi or sits somewhere? No, that was the that traveler. Was traveler. Yeah, traveler. I thought Luther. it was, I thought <laughs> yeah. it was a ghost traveler. No. no, no, no. Okay. I was so confused. I'm like, the traveler's he not dead. He is in though. the we, underworld. I'm like, the traveler's yeah. not dead, though. We just talked to him. I don't even think of the that other... That was actually a really funny yeah, mix I don't actually even okay. think of the other uh, past exaltation. I don't even think of him as the traveler yeah. anymore. It's just this like, guy. What was his name before he was called the traveler? Right? Yeah. The traveler. Before that him. was the character's name. No, but what, what was, was the Lunar's name? name? We don't know before. his actual name. We, only we know never knew it. Traveler. He's probably super pissed that we just hang out with the Traveler. And they're like, yeah, he's our buddy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a ghost. He doesn't care about anything. He does ghost shit. Ghost Head cared about just like... Ghost Head's grave got desecrated a bunch. You're drinking out of his skull right now. Again? Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were holding the skull like you'd forgotten that you drank out of his fucking skull. Did she give it back? So I guess she took it back? Yeah, she took it back when she oh, used it to uh, okay. summon him here. It was just like, no, you don't get this anymore. Back into your skull. <laughs> or back into your cage. Back in the time war, Rassilon. Okay, so I guess just the four of us plus Steelhead. Right. Beep, Steelhead comes up. Uh, 
so he, he's looking exactly like Seawolf is looking, walking in with his artifact uh, flame uh, uh, purator uh, pu- purifier strapped to him. He's wearing like pants and nothing else, not even shoes. He has the steel head sticking out of the stump of his body, of his neck hole. So we're going to Otakazania. Oh. <laughs> Turns off the fuel pipe on his purifier. <laughs> what is that? Okay. What did you think you would have been able to do if the other thing had been happening? I don't know. Fight one of you. <laughs> what other thing? Why? Why did you expect us to be like pissed off at you? Have you done something that would mean we should be pissed did, off at you? Did you? I uh, facilitated all those deals between all those Gremlin Labyrinth Underworld enemies of the state people. So the rose black. Plus, also, I didn't yeah, know she died. Was. And she's back. Yeah, and I can come back, and I don't want to die. Oh, you can. Okay. Well, look at I don't want you to kill me just to spite me, so just because you know I'll come back. Be a real dick move. There's a lot less grievous what you did. Grievous. Good artifact name. Huh. <laughs> Queen just kind of nods thoughtfully. Yeah. Grievous Requiem. That's the name of one of the abyssals. Yeah. <laughs> it's also the name of this weapon. <laughs> No, this is just this is just a purifier. It's also the name of the shield. <laughs> just start naming everything Grievous Requiem. He's like, <laughs> she, she, she's the family man. All oh, right, Knight of Curses, Knight of Curses. She's just like, it's the knife of curses. I need so. to copyright this name. This is bullshit. <laughs> Trademark. It's like so. Uh, what do you need for me? Oh, we're going down to Alakathonia and. Uh, Meeting Arzak? Yeah. Arzak. Oh, okay. So you're not going to Arzakathonia. You're going to meet Arzak in Arzakathonia, and you want me to lead him to a secret lair. Yeah. Mm, one of the six favors. Well, we'll have to make a deal with him, so I guess it'll be... One of the six favors. All right. Perfect. Done. Boom. Five left. Ha He makes a mark on the side of his skull. Like his metal skull. Well, then. He looks like Clytus from Flash Gordon, <laughs> yeah. by the way. So you have to look in a mirror to know when you... Uh... Make deals? It's a number that I can count on almost less than two of my hands. Yeah, but it's on your helmet where you can't see. I can just feel it. Okay. You can feel? I, I have you hands! That's, that's Capable hands. Racist? I can feel the wall if there's a groove cut into it. I just didn't know what you, you know, dead folk were like. That's... I thought you just said ow because it was like reflex. It was like reflex. You just stand there with no shirt, and it's like, I can feel it. You can see my lungs going in and out when I breathe in. Could be a reflex. Yeah, because I'm alive-ish. I mean, the butcher does that, and I don't think he has any breathing holes in that helmet. He's different. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, he's I'm just... clearly alive. He's just kind of the example I base all of you off of. Like, <laughs> I have kids. I, I'm clearly alive. Oh, whoa. Luminals can have kids? Yeah? Oh, wow. I guess I... Probably for the best I didn't know that before I uh, passed on using the butcher. (laughs) I've been a weird kid. Like, I don't take care of them or care about them. I've had kids. Brothels exist. Well, I mean... The world exists. You're here with Dad of the Year, so, I mean... (laughs) Well, let's... let's, uh... One child left. So, I think this is all of us, then... Anyone else yeah. bringing anyone? I think that's all we need. Because I don't think we want to bring Nightman along for this, right? We're kind of dealing with yeah. iffy bullshit Exactly. Here. So I think that's it. Yeah. 
I'll leave the rose black behind to heal. She's probably not feeling too good after getting the shit kicked out of her. Ah, she'll bounce back. Still probably going to leave her behind. No problem. Alright, Autocathonia. Pause. And we're back. So, how are you guys going to Autocathonia? I assume you're taking an outpost? Yep. So, are you guys just taking yourselves, a ship? Are you going to walk? Probably want a ship, because there's lots of... It's really big. And I'm actually taking the Iniquitous this time. Huh. Uh, okay. We don't know where the secret lair is, so it's probably like, somewhere dangerous. I can just fly us. Well, you can ask that. Uh, with, with, with my journeying words, I can literally, like, anyone with me just flies. Mm. That's really fucked. Yeah. I'm just like, and we're going this way, and I can just be like, we're all flying now. Well... Arzak knows which, or not Arzak, Steelhead knows which area of Autochthonia he's mm. in, so yeah. I guess we'd ask him which which uh, station would take us closest to uh, where Arzak is. Oh, that's a, that's a tricky one. They'd also have to tell the continental group go to... I don't know how fast they drift in there, but... Yeah, yeah, I got that all up here. He taps his head. What's I have a, uh, uh, what do you call it, a... Um... Cling, cling. Okay, yeah. No, it's, um, no, it's, uh... Astrogation. An astrolab. Mm-hmm. An integrated just... astrolab system. Mm-hmm. Or could I miracle what, uh, cloud, not Cloud in Darkness, his liege did. Vessel Winters did to take us down to the, uh, Autocathonia. But that's that was a thing he did to punch a hole in the Sealed yeah. Age Divinities. But mm-hmm. we don't really have to look at just I, I'm just trying to tell you guys the closest outpost. Okay. Jesus. Cephsus Julius. Cephsus Julius? Uh, elemental pull of metal, you'll probably want to go through the Rathus Gate. Oh, that's yeah, really that's easy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's right next door. Yeah. I think that if we went to Smug, go stop by Cook, he might also know something about it. Uh-huh. Yeah, let's not bring the Divine Ministers in on this. Oh. No lawyers. He points at the wall. Especially Koo. He'd probably... Uh... The lawyers are like... <laughs> well, there's also one advantage to Koo. He's like the Minister of Seals. He might be able to unlock the Autocatonians... Uh, forge Nushan? Then we have to bullshit him about what we're doing. Plus, why would he want to? Straight up, he's afraid of everything. We're doing yeah, stuff that he's going to be even more afraid of than most things. <laughs> hey, we took care of the problem for him, so... Yeah. A problem that uh, didn't, he didn't one know of, One of the religious tenets you learn growing up in the Realm of Brass and Shadow, and it's, it's a scripture that I actually have inscribed in one of my weapons, is past performance is not indicative of future success. Okay. Huh. Don't you guys... Isn't your whole system based on past performance making future success? It doesn't guarantee future results. Plus, this will be a t- that'll be tipping. Our By the hands. way, that comes from the Book of Coup. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> if he doesn't cooperate with us, this would be tipping our hand as to what we're up to. So, if he finds out and he's opposed to it, that's really he's going to be a real pain in the ass. And of all the people that I don't want to be a pain in the ass to me, Lord Koo is kind of high up there. I'm Lord Koo. Why would he be? I'm Lord Koo! Yeah, I don't think he really like about getting into the Primal Forge. I, I think he cares about everything. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, what, like, what, are we doing something that's shady? I thought we were just trying to... We're cooperating with Arzak and... Uh, oh, yeah, they're shady. I don't oh, like them. They're shady. What do we do have to tell him about that? Because they're, like, anathema to Autocathonia. Uh, yeah. Well, but would it be an anathema to the ministers, though? Cause, like, yeah, definitely. Oh, they'd be the most, because they're Especially like... Especially him. Well, so part of the same system, so... I don't know. All right, so we're going? Yeah, we're going. We're going. All right. 
How are we all getting there? Because we have to take any points behind you all to the to the Evangelion. That with us. Well, I can just fly us there. Well, like, like second star to the right, straight on till morning. That's not a thing you say. I, I've read creation lore. Pretty much. Oh yeah, that's but. like a four hundred rabbit's tale about how he takes children on a magical flight. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's also one of the ways phase. to Malpheus. Oh, a totally a fae story. No, it's also oh, a Malpheus story. Stealing children. Certain constellations will bring you right into Malpheus. Really don't yeah. don't drive into there. I mean, I can just make it walk. It's pretty fast. I can again. I can make it just fly. With can, you, can you make it fly? Yeah, I can make. I mean, it is a little thing. Like the the group that travels Doesn't with me, the flight. people. No, it doesn't have flight. So yeah, if you can make it fly, or sure. or we can take a ship. I mean, it's up to like if we have a small enough ship that fits us. Because I, I was wondering where your ship was, the uh, giant one, the pyramid. It got blown up. When did that happen? Uh, when all those babies exploded. When did that happen? Well, we were talking about uh, a while ago. Bring up the recording. <laughs> no, that was not. This is too fresh. It's too fresh. Don't worry. That was like three days ago. The five mil strike shot it because it's okay. What's, okay, okay. What? What's the five mil strike? It's gone. All right. I'll rebuild it. We don't have it right now. Yeah. Yeah, and why don't we uh, ask? Um, <clears throat> he starts stabbing it. his finger. That's the one. She can give us a lift, probably. That could work too. I mean, it just depends, like confined spaces inside of uh get put it shoved in a little metal pod <laughs> and he takes inside out of uh he takes out we a uh, ship last time it looks like a a fire stoker like that kind of valve thing but it's smaller and has like pipes coming out of it that are brass and blows into it and squeezes it and makes kind of like a bird song tweet and laser beak arrives oh the large machine rate the the machine ration familiar of shockwave and just la- and just lands on his arm and digs its claws into the meat of his arm, and yeah, it opens its beak and there's a monocle in there with like a, a vox thing for like talking, and Shockwave's voice pipes in through uh, laser beak. You called lawgivers. Yeah, we need a left lift to uh, Rathes for entering five this. and uh, the Inequitous. Five and five and Warstrider. Allocating resources to site. You're a real peach. <laughs> what, did she just give that whistle to her friends or... Uh... I stole it. Oh. Oh, that explains the horrible gouges in your arm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's not Shockwave. That's like a little tiny intelligence she puts in her pets. Huh. A while later, a barge shows up for you guys to load into. Perfect. I mean, she probably doesn't give you guys one because you can just yell at her to show up. We often do yell at her. But, uh, you know, when I'm out in the creation, I sometimes need a lift. And I do work for her all the time. That's not surprising. I had to go to this place on some statues that, that are holding a bowl. Crazy shit. Oh, fuck that place. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, she needed information, so I kind of... As you guys are loading the iniquity, so, you know, I kind of went in, makes a throat-cutting gesture... Took a few memories that we needed, got some information and stuff, picked up some scholarly knowledge and some access, and... What do you mean uh, you took a few memories? I pulled it out of their brains. Do you have the, uh... What's it called? What's that thing that the I don't know what does? it's called. The brain jack. The, sh- sh- I know that. <laughs> he just kind of... Oh, just kind of gestures to his living person right. yeah. body. You can just take brains and use them. 
I forgot. Well, wherever they store, store secrets. Like, some people store their secrets in their liver or in their, uh, the thing that filters out toxin, the other thing, other than the liver. Kidneys. Wherever, I just Can take it out and I pop it in and I'm able to <laughs> drag out the toxins of secrets <coughs> and load it up in. <coughs> I don't huh. want to tell you how bodies work, because you seem to have a pretty good grasp on it, but that's not how bodies work. Exalted, uh, yeah. That's exactly where all the secrets are stored in some people. It depends on their humors. Is this the thing that's real in Exalted? Okay. <laughs> well, for like, liminals it is. <laughs> it's magic. He doesn't have to explain shits. <laughs> There's but five different main humors that are in balance in people, and if you extract the right parts, you can extract information out of it. Clever. I don't know why Shockwave didn't just use her uh, mind jack spike, but uh, I figured she was a bit doing other stuff, so I just went through killing people. Yeah, plus or leaving them in tubs full of ice. <laughs> oh wow, well, that's kind of, kind of hilarious. Doesn't that place fall at this point? <coughs> no, it's you guys haven't even touched the Dreaming Sea. Oh, oh! It's in the Dreaming Sea. Okay, for some reason it's I thought way it was going to over there. It even has its own not realm realm culture in there from like right. realm castoffs and barbarians. Right, it's they're like, the whole only magic users are people. Yisser is different from the Dreaming Sea, but that whole area is kind of like Hong Kong compared to Britain. <laughs> it's the it, yeah, like you have Britain or England or the British Empire, and then you have Hong Kong when it was owned by Britain. It's totally different and a big weirdo. Hmm. That's where Kowloon Walled City showed up. <laughs> okay. You guys load into the transport that Shockwave has with her flat servants, which are those flattened out fey folk converts she made that are made of machines that are piloting for you. And you guys make way to Rathus. Perfect. Rathus is booming. It has been completely curated and rebuilt and restructured. The underground portions for the major city are done and ready to go. Uh, the population is enormous. There are breeding pits everywhere. There's uh, probably a... Breeding pits. Yeah, for the Dragon Kings. Oh, right, not for the... Al I thought it was for the alchemical <laughs> people, and I'm like, like the, the Alcathonians, and I was like, just like, just pits. Just just giant orgy pits. Seriously? No, for the Dragon Kings. That's yeah, how that alchemical you breed. War for the state. Yeah, like, it makes sense for Dragon you gotta, Kings. you know, put in and put out for your work. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's like a million uh, Autocathonian citizens living here. Hmm. I don't remember which outpost is uh, Rathus. Class Lat. Yeah, it's a Class Latian outpost. That's the biggest one. There you go. Yeah, there's like a million people here now. And, you know, untold amounts of Dragon Kings. Because Dragon Kings, I think there's like a hundred million Dragon Kings in circulation or something. Was it originally how many there were? No, there was okay. many more. Almost a billion. Mm. Okay. And yeah, you guys take your transport into the much more built-up and structured Autocathonian uh, Petropoli charms that allow resonance cascades to flip you over into Autocathonia. And uh, yeah, they give you access. I mean, you're on one of Shockwave's barges. Yeah. And you're you guys. You've all made huge deals with all the major empires for trade and shit. Yeah. Classlet's been going through a boom season. Except for that one in the north that's allied with the realm. That's yeah, doing fine, too. Hmm. It's doing great. Oh, he's yeah, just not allied with us. Yeah. The Soviets? It's doing fine. Yeah. It's right by the elemental pole of Earth, so they're just putting raw materials directly from the pole directly into uh, Sova. Well, yeah, I'm not saying they're not doing fine. I'm just saying they're not allied with us. Oh, yeah. so oh they're, they're, they're ostensibly not. allied with Games. Neutral, yes. I guess? Yeah. 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 It is a cold war up in Sova. Like, As they prepare for their eventual blood war against the Yugoshians. Hmm. Okay. So, 
You guys enter Classlat in your barge, which, you know, the, the, the charm for these Seal of Eight Divinities is large enough to accommodate. And here you are, in Autocathonia. The, the echoes, echoes, echoes. The manga blame, with an exclamation point, by the way, is fucking one-for-one one Autocathonia. Uh, one of the players from the Congenial showed me it. Uh, Max. Blame. Type in blame with an exclamation point and go to images. So I've heard of one called Blame, but it's about, like, this weird... It's about a superstructure larger than a solar system that's nothing but the realm of Black Brass and Shadows. Jeez. Okay, because the one I was thinking of is also called Blame, I think. It's about people trapped in, like, a construct. Yeah. Where they have to, like, kill each other off or something. Or... That's Blame, but there's almost no dialogue in it, and it's just enormous, yawning, oppressive um, machine worlds. Okay. It's amazing. I'm going to probably read all of it uh, on an online website somewhere to get a better handle for it. Huh. If we ever do an Autocathonian game. It's <laughs> cool. Yeah. Huge. Not built for people. Alright, so we have to go get to Arzak's base. The problem with Arzak's base is it's in the deep reaches. So it's going to take some trial and error for me to hone in on it. Yeah, fair enough. We totally have time. Perfect. Um, yeah. You guys are going to travel, and there's not a lot I can throw in your way other than time-wasting roleplay stuff with the various outposts, reaches, machine gods, and stuff that um, Steelhead is going to have to negotiate with to make his way to where Arzak is. Hmm. Until, eventually, um, he brings you to a ruined uh, city. It is an Autochthonian nation city, like... A huge one. And it has been completely destroyed. Buildings have exploded and shattered. Uh, there are fallen towers. Destroyed, like, me like statue-sized robots are wrecked everywhere. The streets are swarming with the, with, the, with the unquiet dead. And, like, zombies and hungry dead and ghosts. Um, in the center of it all is a large tower structure that hovers uh, lopsidedly. And has, like, a black core pulsing out power and, like, the that shields going around and that drunkenly swing around. Um, and yeah, like the central core is like, is like detonated, kind of like a, a glass Christmas ornament. Alright, uh, welcome to Ixil. What a shithole. Yeah, this is the most recent Autochthonian city that was deemed <clears throat> heretical by uh, the Great Maker's body and purged. What do they do? They dug too deeply and greedily into the Great Maker's resources. So the story goes. I was born here. Right, yeah. Huh. But yeah, you see Autocathonian ghosts and bodies of people just wandering around blindly trying to do their duties. You see, like, dead, like, actual bodies, like, pulling levers on broken machines back and forth. Uh, large, like, with their heads blown off and some of their arms missing, avatar silo colossi of the city's alchemical wander around drunkenly like trying to shoot down things that get in the way so uh how hostile are they well the people don't even really realize what's happened to them shit Tough. on a good day they're harmless but sometimes their bodies get angry can we put them to rest yeah we're not here for that Fair enough. this place is great cover no one mines here anymore because, you know, it's heretical, too. It's been tabooed. Clever. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was perfect. Turns out that one of the reasons it was purged is because there was a vault of some sorts deep underneath, and the city core had mined in too deeply to it. It triggered an immune response. Took the whole thing out in, a, in two days and two nights. They say this was the last place the Shogun of Genocide was sent. Hmm. Do I oh. know any of this? Uh, he's telling you it right now. No, I mean, like, do I already know any of it? Like, is this just like, well, like no, a legit story? Of genocide. This is fairly story? new. Oh, okay. Like, th- this is not new for you guys. This has already happened by the time you guys went to Autocathonia. <clears throat> but, like, Ixil is where Steelhead was born. Yeah. Basically, if you hang out with Voice of Apostates, then she might have told you... Voice something. of Apostates from here, too, yeah. yeah. Well, other than that... Yeah, I just want to know if this story was real or if it was a lie. He's telling it to all five of you, so or all four of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was <clears throat> born here. They found me here when uh, Arzak reached out to me. And you guys are like slowly going through the streets with like spotlights on. You know, there's large like temple factories that have the fronts have fallen off, and it's just like floor and floor and floor of people at button lever stations or like working on construction lines trying to rebuild machinery and stuff that's just falling apart. Every once in a while, lights spark online and all the city's lights come on and then die from the essence capacitors and stuff. I can fix the shit out of this place. Uh, I don't know. You can't really resurrect the dead, and Ixil is quite dead. City ain't, though. Yeah, it is. Oh, right, there. Yeah, uh, Ixil, is... she died. She was. He points to the court, the center that's been exploded like a Christmas tree. She died. I guess I forget that uh, your cities are actually living, uh, living beings. She's not coming back. Whatever's left behind is confused and hostile. So I guess by the time they get to this size, you cannot extend the soul back up? I'm a working Joe, guys. Or I'm a working Jin, guys. I just work with my two hands. Don't ask me theological questions. So yeah, you guys slowly start going under crevices and in between plates and like operating tectonics. (coughs) Uh, until you get to a rather large and uh, blown open looking vault. You know, he just directs you to land. You guys land. This is a large cavernous metal wasteland twisted by essence heat. Uh, the air sh- the air detonating a shockwave and like just causing pressure destruction. Uh, and a large not organic, but seamlessly integrated vault door that was blown outward, then inward. Uh, it's since been like patched over and repaired, but not in a way that leaves it completely unable to be crawled into. Hmm. Uh, but you can see machine spirits tending to it all around. Like large scarab-sized destroyers are like pulling parts out of it and starting to put in new bolts and screws and pulley systems. Ape-like gelzacks are like moliating the. I've been using molly a lot. The metal and like repairing the, the the actual kind of like growths of of steel that come out of it, um, spiders, insects, themes, large kind of metal tigers and stuff, just machine spirits, elementals, and gods maintaining this thing and and sealing it back up. Yeah, Steelhead walks out and primes his purifier and just starts heading straight on. I'll follow his lead. Yep. Are you bringing the uh, iniquitous? Yeah, if it can fit in with us, it's yes, longer it's, behind it's us. An enormous fault. Oh yes, then definitely. Again, look up blame and look up the scale. 
<laughs> yeah, he's lumbering behind us then. Alright. You guys continue on through the vault. Uh, there are large sort of lift structures to the floor, ceiling, and walls. Like this thing has multi-spatial, like, has multiple point of view gravity. So like there are lifts going in any direction you need to go. And they're sized for, you know, they're sized for entire skyscrapers basically being lifted up and brought down to different areas for maintenance. Yeah, I don't know much about this vault. Apparently it was a um, maintenance place or an experiment place for some of the uh, some of the more minor organs the Great Maker would use for his body. Like this is where he would basically play around with small useful add-ons to his uh, biocontinents. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he leads you to one lift that has like a service hatch that's been carved open onto it with like uh, fire and welding. And yeah, it's like... Imagine if, like, this square I'm making in the air is the lift, and it would carry, like, entire skyscrapers down. Like, in the bottom corner is a tiny little, tinier, 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 almost like the calendar from Cosmos, <laughs> where it's, like, the tiniest portion is what he's carved open for people to go through, and it's big enough for your war strider. <laughs> yeah, you guys have to basically go through it for a few hours, and it's big, cavernous, and if you are afraid of heights, and, like, basically, you know, crawling on the side of a mountain, or going up those... Yeah, or going up those uh, large wind turbines that go up forever. This is not the best. Yeah. After a time, he brings you to a more scaled-down laboratory or, or room or service area. It looks like it's made for people. Only, it looks like it's made for people sized to the iniquitous, with like tables and displays and machinery. Uh, things behind glass cases, like in the middle of this room, and this room is the size of several football fields, uh, there are things in glass cases made of like adamant and steel lattice that look like demons or gods that you've never seen before that are like railing against the glass and trying to get out. Some of them have autocathonian uh, styled clamps and implants on their brain, and they look fairly mon fairly doped out or un unable to kind of think on their own, and there's like pipes in them breathing for them, like with like Pulleys and bats. Ding, ding. Yeah, they just slam themselves against the glass if they're aggressive. Uh, a lot of them have marks of uh, autochthonian seals on their forehead or like uh, over where their heart would be or their chakras. Um, above you, when you look up, there are large racks that have um, shells or ammunition from ancient siege weapons, but each shell itself is bigger is as big as a building. Like, it looks like you guys are in kind of the in-between of a large ammunition belt elevator that would just bring shells up for an old cannon. And this is just built here in the middle, this kind of lab feeder. Yeah. Over there, tending to a, a small uh, interface that's plugged into one of the larger panels that's kind of man-sized, is Arzak. A old, wizened, crippled-looking man with, like, long hair and a beard and stuff... Inside a large uh, black iron and kind of moon-like looking body. Like, it, it has that kind of flourishes on it. Like, it's a man's body, but it's, like, all weird looking. Like, Autochthonian tech. Hmm. Or Autochthonian style of. <clears throat> and yeah, in the center is a blue-green power source or hearthstone that just gives off light. And he has a cloak around him. Okay. Uh, boss! I got some, uh, I got some people here that wanted to talk to you. So yeah, that, that's me. That's my end of the bargain. Just kind of walks off. 
Is or, he leaving us here? Or yeah, he just kind of walks oh, okay. over somewhere else. I'm going to go sit in his corner again. <laughs> he doesn't want to be a part of this conversation. He's over there. <laughs> he's not out of the conversation. He's just uncomfortable with this. <laughs> Arzak turns around, slightly hovering off the ground, giving off a sort of gravity wave glow to him. Lawgivers. Arzak. How auspicious of you to come to my sanctum. Well, you know, you didn't come back with us. No. I found a higher calling. Do go on. To the sanctum, this vault. You've been uh, carrying out some fascinating experiments, I see. Oh, I did not bring these here. They were here in the vault. Really? This is where the Uranos project fell from. Huh. That's really interesting. He just kind of hovers there. Mm. Okay, how do we start this? You've dealt with... What's his name? Cloud in Darkness. I know of the one you speak. We have met before. Well... We are looking for a vaccine against what he has. He does want to inoculate creation against it. When you speak of the contagion here in these vaults. Yes, yeah. the divine contagion. I'm afraid you misunderstand the scope of the situation. Do you not know the origin of this contagion? Enlighten us. It is a concentrated strain of gremlin syndrome. The maker extracted it from one of his more infected, from one of his more terminal areas before sealing himself down, and experimented on how to strengthen and improve it to better inoculate his body against it. This proved to be highly lethal to the machine spirits occupying those areas, but did not affect the overall titanic infrastructure. And so it was considered a success. He only kept a sample on hand to better understand the nature of his illness. Hmm. He was able to separate the nature of his the nature of his concept faith, dogma, and tools from the inherent lethality that is his affliction. You understand that the great maker is always sick. Yes. That aspect of it, he was able to pull and remove it from the divine portfolio of his machine ascetic. It's the portfolio of just sickness. No other. It is just attached. lethality yeah. to the Titans and their works. Hmm. So when you say we don't understand the scope, there it is, is no not a here. disease to be inoculated against. It is not a disease. It is, it is a rampant strain of the Great Maker's uh, death cough. So what will this do to the gods of creation? And to the celestial level <clears throat> machine spirits of creation, it'll cause a terminal, a, a terminal counterpoint in their essence. It'll essentially create an a, a, a unsympathetic version of their own body. The two will immediately be attracted to each other, collide and detonate within their, within their pattern causing them to, co- to constantly destroy themselves. 
like literally matter antimatter stuff going on here or like does he mean like I'm assuming he doesn't mean literally well the sickness will will initially be a single moat of their makeup and then once it afflicts once it attracts itself to another part of their makeup the two will detonate and create more of the same more essence more more nemesis essence and then they'll attract to each other more and more and more. And eventually, like, he brings up a, a hologlyphic recreation of, like, a, uh, of, like, a autochthonian machine spirit. And it, like, it's slowly getting, like, a black, like, black plague marks over it. And, and like, them inflaming, literally inflaming, like, starting to catch fire, like, divine fire. Until over, like, a period of days, it just hits critical mass. Like, it goes over 50%, and the whole thing detonates. Hmm. Now, of course, this isn't the end of it because it changes the nature of the god. So, after the appropriate prayer sermons and um, reincarnation cycling happens, the god manifests at its, gen at its genesis point. It's sanctum. And it shows the god regenerating, but it's also still sickly, and then the time spent happens again, and then it detonates again. Oh, that's uh, monstrous. Well, yes, it is the great maker's illness. I mean, the maker himself is immune to this, of course. So how quickly will the gods cycle through this? Um, how long has it been since Clad in Darkness went to you, Sean? A week? It's been like a month. I think it's been like a no, month. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was The party been... was a whole month. You guys were uh, in the underworld yeah. for like two weeks, then you fought. Yeah, okay, okay. And so on, so about a month. It would have reached critical mass within less than a quarter of that time. Yeah, but they keep getting reborn and then re-dying. Okay. So it's just an eternity of suffering because they're constantly respawning, being destroyed horribly. The nature of create the nature of the the system that the great maker initiated when he built creation was live, die, reincarnate. It's a system copied off of the lifespan of gods. It's why they take prayer. Live die, reincarnate. And how quickly is this going to be cycling? Which part of the cycle? Reincarnation is dependent on the amount of worship the spirit gets to recoalesce at their sanctum. Mm -hmm. So This also means there's not going to be any replacements. They're just going to keep... They still have those jobs. They're just not going to be able to do well, anything because they're constantly suffering. Well, I'm pretty sure they can be fired. Creation also, creates I mean, like, more Are problems. they going to be like, boop, I'm reborn! And now I'm dying right away. Is there going to be, boop, I'm reborn. Okay, I have a couple hundred years. Whatever. Days. Okay. Days. Larger entities will be affected faster as they have more uh, titanic pattern in their system. Their higher enlightenment acts as a more rich environment for the disease to manifest. How? Smaller, more simplistic machine spirits take lar longer to be converted. As they're more basic. So we're talking about scale here. What about the Uncarn? What about the fucking unconquered and those guys? Um, none of the divine ministers are able to be afflicted by this. This strain isn't something that affects larger scale entities. It hits the sweet, the quote unquote sweet spot in the middle. Terrestrial deities, as you know them, as I have had research done on this, terrestrial deities, as you know them, will be largely unaffected as they're too simple. Hmm. Okay. Larger high essence spirits like. Elemental dragons, the Incarna, the Divine Ministers are also going to be uninfected as their systems are far too complex to be affiliated, to be afflicted by this simple destruction. Mm. So just the middle guys. 
Yes, which take which the the middle class of Autochthone of your creation takes approximately ninety percent of all divine spirits within creation. Hmm. Okay, so is there any way to break this cycle? Running logistics, you could exterminate all exterminating all spirits infected would help. But unfortunately, some would eventually pop up and start spreading the illness again when their cycle happens. Okay. You would need large-scale deity repurposing magics to be able to take their energy and consign it into the natural cycles of rejuvenation. Hmm. Ghost eating technique. Yeah. So destroying them all. That would be an undertaking, certainly. <laughs> well, the undertaker. An undertaking. An undertaker. You'd be killing them all. <laughs> you made a funny. It's also mm. not entirely an ideal. Yeah. Is there an, an alternative? It's like that doesn't involve destroying them. Well, essentially. I wasn't thinking. Also, if we're talking about mid-level deities, then wouldn't all the pattern spiders be affected by this? They're about mid-level. The pattern spiders are of autochthonian design. They have a natural immunity. Huh. No machine spirits in autochthonia will be affected by this illness. The, the Great Maker long since consigned this particular function of the, of the illness to, uh, to a part of his pattern. He merely took what was there in his illness <clears throat> before, becoming the great, before becoming the Land of Brass and Shadow and applied fixes and patches to it. It's a non-issue. It's benign. Hmm. So you're saying that the only way to cure it is to remove all the infected spirits and hope that the condition will spread further. Yes, 100% sterilization would be required. What would stop the ones, like, other gods if they took those jobs or whatever, or new gods being born, it would stop them from... You have to eliminate all the contagion. How? Infected spirits will spread. Infected gods will spread the contagion. So Eliminating them stops that stops the zone from being a hot zone. So whatever's infected, we need to remove, remove everything, purify the land, and then it might be workable again. It's been a month. That's countless gods. He starts to do some rudimentary <laughs> math based on hookups he has to the Loom of Fate. It would be approximately hundreds of millions in Yushan. Twenty-nine million at this point. There's got to be another way to do this, rather than just wholesale destruction of every single one. The Great Maker himself has many facilities and tools at hand that would allow a. The gods of creation run on a more outdated form of design, but it's possible the Great Maker would be able to engineer a sort of immunity among them. But you're saying the Great Maker himself, so he needs to be awake. Ideally. Or plumbing his dreams, his thoughts. Yes, there may be a... He may have already thought of this in null space and created a uh, countermeasure for it. If we seek that out. What, Nicole? You're smiling. There's a possibility this doesn't have to end with us killing... Thing. All these gods. There are approximately 300 million active spirits in Yushan. 90% of them will be affected by this. Unacceptable. It'll also create a large-scale reoccurring uh, 
explosions. What's the word I'm looking for? Plague. Uh, reoccurring. He looks like he's trying to find the word. A recursive blight zone that self-perpetuates itself. Every iteration of the cycle will cause more negative destruction that will in turn bring your your Yushan management city closer and closer to the void. Murdering them would do the same thing. With one, so Sterilizing them would do it once. Yeah. Sterilization would be different from wholesale destruction. Sterilization will at least repurpose their energies back into the system, whereas obliviating them will remove them from the system, leaving a vacuum, making it harder for your Yushan management system to populate new entities to begin taking up these tasks. Are you going to go to Australia for if they ever had kids? <laughs> <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> How did Void tap into the dreams of, uh, of the Great Maker again? Like any gremlins. Crazy. Yeah, the engine of extinction, which is yeah. different from null space. Yeah. Yeah, so the engine of extinction. So. Null this... space is where the Great Maker would have thought of a countermeasure. Okay. So, what is null space really? Null space is everything that the Great Maker is not. It was a conceptual. Result. Think of. The Titans, as you know them, as single-minded solutions. They have a problem. They have a particular skill set that they apply to every interaction they have with the outside world. The Great Maker, his nature being to be different. He says different with an undertone that means apart from the other Titans. Uh, took it upon himself to begin experimenting with his own mind and soul, and and performed some, several self lobotomies and soul ritualistic amputations to change his nature so that he could think outside of that skill set. A sort of fuzzy logic. So whereas, Adder so whereas the Imperial King, Theon, could only think in terms of the tyrant or the absolute ruler and could not consider that other people have a, world a, a point of view outside of his own, the Great Maker is possesses the capacity to think beyond... Faith, dogma, and tools. Hmm. He can think as Theon would. He could think as hmm. she who lives in her name will think. He can think of the dragon nemesis as the dragon nemesis would. He could think from the perspective as a mortal would. This logic creates a conflict with his nature and as a source of several of his more intrinsic failings. But it allows him to come up with unique solutions to situations that other titans would not be able to consider. It is one of the reasons that he was that he it is one of the things that allowed him to act in a way counter to the titanic order and decide to support an usurpation. So you're saying that the answer to our problem might be in null space <clears throat> or it might be in his core mind. Null space would be where he, his more radical solutions lie. So is it just a place you can go and try to find this, or...? No space exists in between your reality and elsewhere. It is a place where the Great Maker stores his radical ideas and plans and countermeasures. You would have to plumb no space or find a way to open it and unseal its many locking mechanisms. Once there, you can peruse its solutions at your leisure. Hmm. Okay. Do you have any idea where to start? Yes. There are several plans for unlocking Null Space, which would release my master, the Viator. 
Okay. If I were to give you access to these solutions, you'd be able to perform them, and from there, you'd be able to gain access to these solutions. Don't we not want... This is a two-way opening, like... though. Yes. Yeah. yeah, do we not like the Viator? Like, I mean, yeah, I'm sure we, he does, we, but... We agreed earlier. He's Arzak before. of Null Space. Well, anti-Viator. Well, speaking of Viator, what's his nature, really? The Viator's nature is of Null Space. He represents the silent... He is the silent divine minister, the core. <clears throat> Atakthon's original primordial mind and soul, his fetish, generated... The Viator as a minister of a minister of Atokthon's more primordial nature. Atokthon strives to survive, to live, to be free of his sickness, to be free of his sibling's torture, to be free of his comatose death sleep. The Viator is sort of instinct. An instinctual, titanic, primordial resolve to survive no matter the cost. Okay, but we're already working on basically all of that. Yep. And by the time Ernos switches on, it should basically solve all yeah. those problems. Can yes, we... I represent the rational thought aspects of the Viator. Hmm. So he would just be... Can't he be reasoned with? You're reasoning with me now. Okay. Yeah, but like, you just said you're the reasonable part of him. Yes, and it is through me that his reason is able... Do you understand how Malfians work? You don't know me very well, but I understand everything. Very well. To reiterate, Malfians themselves are aspects of the tight of the Yozi Titans they came from, and those Malfians, so complex mm -hmm. are they in their processes and thoughts, have their own subordinate souls that manage those large portfolios. The Viator himself is like that. He would be the equivalent of your Lidger. Mm -hmm. I represent his reason. It was the one of the Viator's last attempts at freedom that caused the Ixil, the Ixil incident. Oh, Jesus. That indirectly led to my creation. So yeah, we don't want to free that guy. Hmm. But what happened last time he tried to get out? Hmm. Well, I guess we'll start with reasoning. Saying that... Well, for starts, there's the Katigurinors that hopefully will fix a lot of Autokaton's body. We're looking for the eye of Autokaton to wake the Autokaton up so he can help himself. Yes, the eye has been a priority project for, well, ever <coughs> since creation, uh, contact with creation was reestablished. <laughs> In a funny way, it's the reason that your Yushan will fall. Do go on. It was necessary for me to gain access to creation-born information on the eye's location. To that end, I had to make deals with your creation side champions, which ended up with me trading away that sessile plague. Hmm, so that ghost that you got. Yes, it was the spirit of a mortal, um, a mortal that used to rule an empire in the north, who used the eye previously to become a power, major power in there. So what did you learn from it? I was able to plumb his information from his soul, from his afterlife readouts, and from there find out what he had been using the eye for. Using several other informations I had had <coughs> Steelhead gather, 
I was able to put together a map of what the Eye of Atokthon had been operating as. Stretching all the way back from when the Soul Steel cast Righteous Optimal Solution cast it away, up to its last user who was thrown away from creation into the sky. This allowed me to gain surface knowledge of its operation and current processes, which points to it having have been damaged in the last use it had. A large essence uh, imbalance inside of it caused it to suffer damage and initiate its recall function. Hmm. Its recall function pushed it back to a repair bay in creation that would allow it to be auto autonomously put back into working order. Okay. Do you expect it to still be there? Yes, it would be there being worked on by whatever maintenance uh, spirits had been assigned to it. Oh. Do you know where it is? Yes. The only surviving maintenance bay was in Yushan, which of course was taken offline when Righteous Optimal Solution sabotaged it when he was trying to destroy <coughs> the hand of the Great Maker. So you mean the Primal so, Forge? The Primal Forge being offline, it would have rebounded to its to the backup repair bay. The back repair bay was last in the original Yushan. Oh. That explains a lot. <coughs> a land your records call Zenmu. Where it has currently been repaired and in standby mode. Hmm. Unfortunately, my creation side servitors are unable to retrieve it. I think we might be able to look into this matter... Hopefully, return it soon. Hmm. Okay. Um, so what do we need to do this? We want to return the eye to wake up the Great Maker. Mm -hmm. We want to find a way to fix Yushan, which is either purging everything or going into null space. The problem we have with well, going to null space is the Viator because we don't necessarily, necessarily agree with some of his approaches to things. <clears throat> Putting it lightly, yeah. Yeah. So I If get... you want your Yushan scenario to be solved without <coughs> maximum casualties occurring in the time it takes you to reclaim the eye, you will need to go to null space. You will need to find the <coughs> resolution that is sealed within, or you will have to deal with the Viator himself to retrieve it. Mm -hmm. In return, the Viator will be free and unbound upon the, the land of Brass and Shadow. Hmm. Well, as his logical soul, what do you think he'd go after when he gets into the lands of Brass and Shadow? He would investigate the Uranos Cocoon and ascertain whether or not its purpose is as beneficial as you have claimed it to be. Mm -hmm. And if he finds it lacking? He would go back to his original instinct of self-preservation. Hmm. Since... I think uh, if you work with us, we can definitely help the Great Maker get to better health. And I was thinking about a possible solution to the problem that might be permanent since when we went into <clears throat> the wild we came across one primordial that seems to have escaped you know the verb between now and forever 
And since it's in the free, I think it will be really hard to put it into Malfias. But if it could be repurposed and serve as a servant to the Great Maker, maybe you could squeeze it between when the now and the Great Maker dies, therefore it will happen after forever, therefore it will never happen. Such things are not within my or the Viator's purview. Mm -hmm. Remetheus itself would be considered an existential threat to the Maker's existence, and the Viator would turn on it. Hmm. Okay. That thing almost destroyed us when we were in there. We were lucky just to uh, seal well, it away briefly. I don't mean that we'd go right there, right now, to get it. I mean, long term, when we'd be able to confront such an item. This is a short term. You don't want to deal with that. Just leave him out there where he's never going to come back. This is well, a severe short term issue where if we know, don't deal with this soon. Creation then... will reach out to infinity. So but sooner or later, we'll come across it. Later, yeah. yeah. That's what I was saying. Long-term solution so that the Viator doesn't try to... Yeah, this is outside Arzak's purview. Okay. It's like, that's an existential threat to the Great Maker. The Viator's first instinct is to kill it and eat its body. No, I'm just trying to reason with it and say, hey, if we take it, put some awful submission into it, so it'll be, you know, out of this little... Yeah, you need to consult the, 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 ma the magic, like, the, the Divine Ministers, because they'd be able to reason as a talkthon would. Yeah. Like... Arzak even is all like the Great Maker himself in concert, the the the, mm -hmm. the collaboration of the ministers itself would probably would come to the decision that the Great Maker does not have the stomach for harming his siblings anymore. Hmm. But the Viator would think otherwise. The Viator is one aspect of the Maker. Mm hmm. Hmm. Okay, so we have to reach a decision whether we endanger Atokaton to save Yushan, potentially. Or do we sacrifice Yushan to not let the Viator... We can't afford to sacrifice Yushan. It's, it's vital. The gods there are vital. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, if we, it's not just Atokathonia we're risking with this, it's everything. Yeah, we don't want to let the, the Viator... For the... The Viator. Yeah, the Viator out. In a best-case scenario, the Viator of Null Space would see the Ornonian co construct as a vital part of the Great Maker's body that needs to be preserved as a way to obviate the need for a total Titanic soul reformat. How can we sweeten the pot there? Do you have faith in the work you've already established? Well, we did... The Viator himself is aware that, you're that myself... That I am seeking out the Eye of a Talkathon is that as one of his unconscious plans to solve this issue, waking up the Great Maker would solve a great many issues. He just cannot fight all of the other divine ministers. Also, we've been helping five nations already, supplying them with resources for over a decade <clears throat> now. All you've been doing is delaying the inevitable and making the pain last longer. Mm -hmm. You're trying to pull a wounded animal out of the trap by its leg. Hmm. So yeah, I... Hmm. So it only follows whether we believe Ronos will be the solution Autocaton needs. Even if it is the solution, it's a matter of if he believes it is. Yes, so after he inspects it, if he comes to that conclusion, along with <clears throat> the concept that the eye is not decades or centuries from being returned, that the Maker's... 
that the Waker's return from hibernation cycle is coming within a matter of days or weeks or months would then allow him to wait and reconsider options. Alternatively, he would also spend this time gathering power and resources to fight to the core. In either scenario, you have a timeline mm-hmm. before the animal in before the self preservation instinct overpowers the There's an instinct in animals in creation that the Great Maker programmed. The ability for higher reasoning creatures to deny pleasure in the immediate for longer term gains. The Viator has this instinct, but it is not his only instinct. It is not reliable. It will eventually be overpowered for immediate results. <clears throat> well, maybe we should check the cocoon ourselves before we make any decisions. Make sure it's actually progressing. Hmm. Fair enough. Let's see. Go back there. It's already stamped out. That's kind of a problem. Because at that point, we have you have just... people in Ixil that report back on it. It's been unmolested. Oh, like gremlins cool. try to attack it, but you guys left defenses there, and uh, Ixil itself is defending that place with like alchemicals and drones and stuff. Yeah. Weaker gremlins <laughs> that try to attack it that get through your defenses end up getting absorbed by it. Because so just if we're wrong here, that's going to be the end of. Uh, it means you have to fight the Viator and kill him. Yeah. yeah. The Viator is a rough fight. It's just, the issue is that we are, we're already spread super thin with other fights. And this, like, if it happens at a really inconvenient time, also, like when we're assaulting the realm, then we're kind of fucked. Also, does anyone else remember Majestic Era 999? Because I do. Yeah. yeah. That is always an imminent threat. Well, yeah. Also, that means that we did have that 99 years beforehand, and in the meantime... <laughs> we don't know how long that's been going on, though. It's and we also don't know um, if it, can ta- it could happen sooner. We don't know. Yeah. We just know that it would be bad. Yeah, plus also it might have been caused by, you know, us taking out Tarkadon, enslaving it, and making it do a giant factory thingy. Maybe. I basically don't want to do anything bad to a Tarkadon. Yep. That includes reformatting yeah. him, because that's dicks. Yep. But say if you should fell into the void, then all your plans for the games of you know divinities to be plugged into that. That's kind of the least of our problems yeah, yeah. if it falls into the void. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> so yeah, it's basically a huge gamble that we can't afford not to take. Pretty much. Alright. Let's save all the gods that we can. Yep. All right. Okay. So, what are you guys up to now? What is the plan? I think the plan is to go to null space, unleash the Viator because we have to, and figure out how to solve the disease without killing hundreds of millions of gods. Preferably. And without destroying the top one. Yes. <laughs> Everyone good with that? And to win without compromises, yeah. <laughs> How we always go. Alright. Arzak, then... Uh, very well. To release my master from his prison you, and unbind him from Null Space, you must go near the Elemental Pole of Crystal. There is a Petropolis there. It is staffed by 
citizens who consistently remember this as being their first day in the settlement. Hmm. You must delve deep into one of its... Uh, you must delve deep into one of its municipal charms that are installed into this root of the Pole of Crystal. And you must destroy the locking mechanisms and gateways there. The entire Petropolis is built as a sort of complex locking mechanism on one of the known access points into null space. Okay. Okay. And then we go in and can start searching there? Yes. Alternatively, you can consult with the master of that domain. Himself, yeah. Well, hopefully he won't be hostile to the start. We'll bring Steelhead, and who shouldn't be hostile Steelhead. Why? Well, Steelhead has to do with anything. Steelhead is like servant of a servant? Steelhead is such a low level that... Okay, we'll bring this guy. <laughs> From whom do you think took Steelhead's head? going to be hostile right off the bat. Like, go. go. <clears throat> then at worst... We He's kind of gestures. Yeah, I guess. Go. And at worst, we put him down, and we That's take the true. information there. True. Okay. Well, let's go. I mean, that's not such a loss for us. Yeah. Probably could know us maybe two hours like, if they, they share something. I wouldn't hold your breath. Yeah. Okay, let's go. You pile on in! You leave this vault, taking the lifts and passages and ladders, and eventually leave through the entrance, pile into your vessel, and fly. It's going to take about a week for you to get to where you got to go. Okay. And that's with the information that Steelhead has, because the way you're going is basically a long route to getting to this part where the Elmet Pull of Crystal just starts to kind of begin. Mm-hmm. And yeah, after a while, you eventually come across an area where the elemental pole of metal starts to give way to crystal. Because the pole of crystal itself is a um, dome superstructure inside a superstructure that's at the heart of the elemental pole of metal. And yeah, the, the steel walls and girders and riveted plates and panels and bellows and pumps and uh, clockwork uh, menageries of, of machines and complex things and cables eventually starts to give way to complex lattices like snowflake structures frozen over made of pure adamant crystal. Hints of it appear everywhere. The machines are pumping and transferring energy directly into them. Uh, every once in a while, uh, large surges of essence and thought uh, arc between two arms of crystal and create large pressure explosions that, you know, rock your ship, which are a talk on thinking while in his coma. And yes, eventually, in one uh, octagonally cut tunnel, there is a city. It's spherical, built onto a sort of almost pearl-like nodule of uh, the beginnings of this elemental pole. Um, it has large, square, and triangular pyramid-shaped superstructures jutting out of it that are clearly made of adamant and... Um, the other magical materials and are surging with those Tron power lines. You can see people walking across it. It looks like a generous stone gravity field. It's maybe 
the size it's the size of like a major city on earth like it's the size of Tokyo just spherical and it's densely populated and has charms on it and flying ships and floating platforms and defense turrets and gods and maintenance equipment going through it so it occurs to me they're not just going to let us go in and uh, do what we want to do here well if they think that it's their first day here we could try fooling them I mean, unless there's some machine spirits. We're new here too. Nice to meet you. I would like to point out that this entire metropolis is a living, sentient exalt. Yeah, that too. Hundreds, if not maybe thousands of years old. This is their first day here. That's way, way back. Yeah. So they might know. When they got kidnapped. I mean, not all alchemicals know all alchemicals. Those are Guys, chemicals. none of these people are older than a hundred. Those are mortals. They're not going to think it's their first day of 2,000 years before they were born. Then what do they think it's their first day of? I just was born. <laughs> just, they, their memories aren't great because oh. adamant cast oh, alchemicals okay. cause a, rem- a, a member field uh-huh. that fucks with your ability to remember stuff. Weird. Who would they ever make a city out of one? It's like... Adamant Castell chemicals aren't widely known about. Mm-hmm. They're a hidden cast. Most Autochthonian citizens think they're a myth. Mm-hmm. They're the Who Watches the Watchmen. These guys. And this guy's like, I'm going to be a city and fuck with all the people. <laughs> He's protecting something that has to be kept secret. Fair enough. He has people who are who live in the elemental pool of crystal that were drawn to him and have set up a life here. <laughs> they just have futzy memories because his natural aura makes people forget he exists. Or forget things, or just ignore things, like uh, like uh, all those chameleon stuff in uh, Doctor Who. Hey, Killer Queen, how much you know, wine do you have with you? <laughs> we'll make everybody remember. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that would be awful. That'd be really shitty. Yeah. Until the city starts to purge it from their systems. Because <laughs> every part of this... Kill! Everyone, every single person, the streets are flooded purple. Shelly! <laughs> Well, I think <laughs> in this context, purge might be just kill. No! Sometimes. <laughs> Jiminy, Christmas, you guys. Okay, I guess well, not everything is genocide. Anyway, you're flying into this living, large-scale creature. <clears throat> so, yeah. Should we hail it? Him? Them? Her? I think it's pretty yeah. obvious that we're flying City? In. City? City gender. Is city the gender? Patropolis, meaning of the penis. Should we hail Patropoli? Him. Him? Should we hail They have him? genders. Alchemicals have genders. That's fair. Yeah, the, the ones that are girls are called Metropolises. <clears throat> when they're dudes are called oh, that's, that's, that's where the word Metropolis comes that's from. Cool. Mother. Oh, Because the city's okay. where you live. It takes care of you. That's Limit. where Fritz Lang's Metropolis so comes should, from. Should we hail him? Because otherwise we're just going to fly in him and he's going to be like defense grid up. I mean, we do look like an alchemical ship, so for a little bit, he won't notice us too much, but um, he is an alchemical and we are... How good are you, how good are you at being sneaky, Mr. Nightcast? Pretty good. Can you uh, make all of us sneaky? I mean, maybe between some of his sneaky and some of my... Like, I can do... Look, this guy might be able to see through your sneaky, um, and I might be extra suspicious because we were trying to be sneaky. Uh, I can do opening the way to create like a hole in security. I think we can my sneaky traps. And then plus some of the sneaky stuff we can kind of combine to tag team. Stealth with human. 
I can blend in with some populace. Uh, I can jump through shadows. I cannot be detected by any lesser foes. Worthy ones get spirit safe. Plus, you know, it's hell chemical, so it can just spend effort and succeed its role. It's an exalt! Yeah. It's yeah. a bear dance! Yeah. Can it spend if it doesn't know that stuff is going on? Yep. Yes! Yes, it can! That's the whole point of those roles. Then what's a subtle effort for? <laughs> okay. So, so, should we just hail it then? If we're yeah, not going to try and be all stealthy? You just drive in, land, release the iniquitous, and just start fighting your way to the to the municipal charm. People don't deserve that. They haven't done anything. Uh, diplomacy first. Let's just walk in, and if they you know say something, then we'll react. Otherwise, uh, okay. Then... Yes, we're landing. Yep. Do we see the guns pointing at us yet? What would be considered weapons are always primed and vigilant. Mm. Alright, yeah. Uh, you guys hail the city and a mortal autochthonian citizen appears on your display or over the Vox system. And it's like, hello, vessel. What are you doing so far into the reaches? Hmm. Who's gonna be our talker here? What are we doing here? <laughs> We're her. We're seeking that big ass gate in the middle of your city. That would be kind of. It's, it's on the nose, but it's literally what we're gonna do. And if, if we've brought you these blankets. <laughs> oh yeah. I took a turn. Well, because I like that now. I will be sent here by some minister to do some investigation? Uh, no, but they're gonna... These guys are like the lie detectors. Yeah, they're, they're gonna catch us really quick. Nobody can detect so my nice. lies. Do we just wanna, like... Tell them? Hey, we're gonna break this seal that you have there and unleash the thing you were supposed... We like, here it's not gonna the... like it, but straight up, like, we're gonna do it anyway, so we're gonna have to fight this guy. I don't think any of us can talk him into agreeing to let us do it, right? Hmm. Like, that Maybe if you had the Nightman. There... Nightman would be against this! He would be. He would never go against what you guys want. Remember that time he went against his principles to agree for you guys to murder another Exalt? Yeah, but that's different than killing a Tawthorn. Not killing, he just changed. Legit, he probably would have said yes, not because he believes it's a bad idea, but because you guys do crazy shit. We do the unthinkable to achieve the impossible. We should have brought an alchemical with us in hindsight. It would have been a really good thing. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Box line is still open. Greetings. Uh, we... Like, straight up, they're not like, we're, we're, we're trying to investigate the get, gate right there, right? Like, we're... No, we want to, like, investigate slash go in it. Yeah. But, like... Like seriously, I can't think of anything that would so, make this guy. Just be like. Greetings. I guess we could try. We could just be like, hey, we want to go well, inside that gate. Well, we could be like, greetings. We come from outside. We wish to speak to your leaders. And then some of us just sneak off to the gate, and the rest of us bullshit for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Does that? How does that plan sound? You can't really sneak because the metropolitan just spent its infinite effort to succeed at detecting us. Okay, well then we, if we're like talking to floaty head 
first guy I talk to is normally not the main yeah. guy to talk to. So I feel like we, we get should a bit closer. Talk to the leader guy and at least someone important who can make a decision on whether or not we start shot at. <laughs> we have a prisoner to throw into null space. That could work too. I guess. That's good enough. Would they do that? There's some trash to it's drop off. It's this new thing called gambling. Give it a try. Alright, we have... What's his name here, Steve right? Has. Yeah. Be like, he's our prisoner. We're returning him to null space where he belongs. Wait, what was that last part? Where he belongs. Play it on with <laughs> Oh, like a trick. Okay. I'm assuming he didn't actually say that. He totally did. He's not a thinking man. He's totally... He's totally uh, muddled here. It's it's ridiculous. Stand by. The uh, several of those floating crystal spires attached by chains and by uh, thick electrical tubes uh, go from kind of placid blue light glowing to give off a red kind of glow. As as several missile pods go active. What? Who knows? We can blow it up. Your uh, your ship kind of flickers a bit as um, a, a a psychic entity reaches out to it, and you hear in a muffled and distorted voice through your comm system and anything that has a speaker built into it. Hmm. Elaborate. The prisoner here is a conspirator. 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 Thank you. Conspirator with the Viator of Null Space, and he has been deemed dangerous to the Great Maker's body, and so he must be processed inside Null Space, imprisoned. Elaborate. We are. State nature of threat. Heresy. Establish threat level. One to ten? One to five? (laughs) Fucking tell him what you have! (laughs) Uh, Subversive uh, liminal? What's his name? Steelhead, Steelhead, a liminal. Liminal. He's a collaborator with the Viator of Null Space. He's working for the Viator of Null Space. So I throw him in there. Liminal. A uh, large uh, soul steel claw is coming out of one of those floating pods directly for your bridge. Ah, oh, fuck this. Gonna climb out of the uh, pod and grab that the claw as it comes down. Prevent it, prevent it from clamping on. It's, it's taking you guys to the prison. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, I thought it was <laughs> <on> the... <laughs> yeah, it's a giant fucking claw that comes out and grabs onto your bridge. Then a drill starts drilling through your bridge opens up, and there's a panoply of fiber-optic cable eyes and sensors that start blasting you guys with strobe lights as it scans you. Oh, goodness. We haven't had a party like this in a while. Uh, everyone's on the floor <laughs> seizuring. <laughs> well, you know, if you want to blind it, there's still the crown of thunders. Whatever. Yeah, and it basically does the whole grid scan of you guys. It's like, threat level established. Initiating quarantine protocols. And it starts dragging your ship into its world body. 
Yeah. Uh, it brings you in closer and closer to the large spherical part, and a, a dock starts to open along one of its dorsal sides um, that you're being pulled into by this drone. And, uh, yeah, on the kind of the inside, like, this this crystal spherical structure is that, that this Petropoli is built into is connected by other, like, strands of crystalline webbing, like adamant webbing. And um, on the interior of it looks to be some sort of... Uh, what would be a good description of what this looks like in machine terms? Um, it looks like a channel that you'd see in sort of a revolver chamber. Like, like it has six holes in it, and it looks like it rotates, and it looks like it has, like, pins and hammers that will go into each chamber. And this whole system, like, the the, 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 the mechanism that will go into the chambers has been pulled back and locked into place with adamant spikes and chains, and the chambers themselves have um, actual paper uh, seals that are, like, made of, like, thin aluminum and metals that have, like, sutras carved onto them uh, are all kind of established there. Evacuate. Evacuate. I'm, I'm gonna get out of here. <laughs> As you go in... Like, it, it, it's telling you to leave the ship. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting yeah, out of the so. ship. Okay. Alright, where do you guys go? There's... Are we, are we taking Steelhead with us? Yes, we're taking Steelhead with us. We're not no, letting... they're quarantining him! Like, you can, it's just... They're, they're take, he's gonna take Steelhead and put him in null space. And well, then, then obviously that's pointless for well, us, so we we're gonna evacuate him. with him. We need to escort him uh, personally. I guess we need to do we're gonna, we are going to escort him personally. So piss off. Evacuate the vessel. We don't a replacement to. will be supplied. Don't we want to end up in null space? Yeah, yeah well, exactly. All together. So, so if we separate from Steelhead, he's either gonna wind up executed. Yeah, no, no he's gonna end up in null space. Yeah, yeah. He's but if he goes Steelhead into null space, so don't we want to be in null space? We don't know how that's going to go, though. Like, we to open up the null space thing. Yeah, I guess we want a way out of null space. Because if we go there without a way out, then we're kind of fucked. Yeah. That's valid. Do you guys leave the ship? Sure. Yeah. With him, I guess. If you try to leave with Steelhead, the ghost will be given. You'll have given up the ghost. Does that mean die? No, it just means that the ruse will have no. expired. No. Um, but on the other hand, if we just let him be sent to no space, we're not going to be any closer to getting there ourselves. Right. I'm just but, letting you know what but, the decision yeah. point is. But then he'll be right in now space the... and we can pull him out in no space when we pull him back. Can you stay inside? Well. The Petropolis is getting ready to send your vessel, which has put an energy field around that's going to let you guys leave out of, leave. So, so if Steeler tries to leave, he'll hit the field. Huh. And he'll be like, uh-oh. Guys, is this for real? Oh my god, did you trick me? So, and then they're that gonna would be really funny. Pretty funny. And then it's going to prime the seal it has on the null space seal, and then fire him into null space. Oh. So it's getting ready to do that. But oh. if you guys don't leave the ship, it's gonna be like you okay. need to get the fuck out so of there. So I guess the best way to trust... shoot us in there. It doesn't want to do that. Like, if if okay. it shoots us in there, then how do we get out of null space? Is our, is that's think... our conundrum currently. No, no, it's not that it, you could just go into null space. It doesn't want to send you to null space. 
The Metropolis is like, get the fuck out of my fucking ship that I'm going to fire into no space. Leave the ship, let it fire into no space. As it's trying to close the portal, we take the iniquitous, stop it, and... Yeah, that's that's an option. Like, like nothing here is impeding the options you can take. Mm -hmm. I am just letting you know... That the NPC that controls the gate system is telling you to get the fuck out. And if you do and try to take Steelhead, it knows that there's a trick happening. And if you don't refuse, it's going to say, okay, you have to leave. And then it's going to realize when you don't that there's a trick happening. Okay. That's, um, I, I guess okay. there's confusion about that, but that, that is so, the problem. So... So if we get out and they open the portal, I can probably hold it open because I have solar level sorcery. So you guys can get in there and discuss... Whatever you need to with, uh... Yeah. And if one of us is on this side, I can keep it held open. I, yeah. I guess we need to break the seal, and then we can all go in, because I don't think it would could... Do we want to keep it broken? We don't know what else is in null space. The Viator. That's his think, domain. He hunts things I, in there. Yeah, if he's hunting things in there, then those there are things that he's hunting that could also get out, so... I don't think there's anything more dangerous than Viator in null space. Probably ate everything else that would be dangerous to the Great like, Maker. Like, not anymore. Hmm? There were things in Null Space that were dangerous, and the Viator became lord of that domain. Yeah. yeah. So, beyond Viator, this, I don't know, maybe something that support him. So, are we just, we're just opening this, and you and me will stay behind, because we both have solar level... We all have solar level oh, sorcery. We all? We're all wow. sorcerers. Oh, except for him. Okay. Him and the Wanderer. You're just like the Wanderer, Royal. But I'm building you and the Wanderer up. have an equal side next to each other. I'm building up. I already have, you know, greater occult and stuff. Royal Wanderer Wolf. That's what you are. Yeah. Well, why'd you lump me in that? <laughs> because something will be dead. Because it sounds disappointing. <laughs> because it sounds disappointing. Thanks. Um, so, Majestic and Royal go in, and we stay out. Sure. Okay. I guess. All right. So I'm not a diplomat. But I could probably explain the techie stuff. You're more, yeah. You're more tech inclined, and he knows what the fuck's going on. I just came along to try and make you guys friends with me again. <laughs> Use that word. I don't think you mean what it means. What you think it means? It's like, hey, wolf, stay here and guard us. We'll be right back. <laughs> Please don't die. Seawolf is Seawolf immediately as soon as you guys go outside. It's like, Satan rules! Pulls out a rusty nail, carves 666 in his forehead and starts murdering children. <laughs> Closes the door. You please. fools! Yeah, because uh, if we get locked into null space, it's probably hard for us to get out, I'm assuming. Probably. The Viator can't get out. Well, and... we're solars. Yeah, that's you guys so, are great. So I probably could true. punch the seal from the I mean, other especially side. Especially, like, you know, two of us on one end, two of us on the other end, we can... No, but if we all went in and then the seal closed... Oh, okay, so we're all going in? No, I'm just... Uh, if we do, then we might be fucked if one of us can't open it from the inside. That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why don't... But then again, like, if two of us stay out and two of us go in, it becomes a battleground out here. Because he's gonna start attacking us. Well, you probably could seal everything in with Majestic, I guess, or yourself. Because, you know, there are probably... Or would there be some guns here pointing at the seal because... Oh, yeah. Yeah, this entire seal is a charm installed in the alchemical's body. Yeah, no, but where? would this chamber have, like, lots of guns Defense pointing? mechanisms in case something gets through the Stargate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The so. chevrons are locking. Um... Well, what do you guys think? 
do we stand and fight, or do we all try and get shot into null space and be like... We don't want to all go into null space. That sounds like the better ever. Yeah. Yeah. Then have to rely on the Wanderer to get us out. <laughs> the Wanderer's like, they, they all just got themselves shot into, like, hair, like, um... The What's that? Mention? A dream, Kirby's Dreamland. Yeah, what? and they're never coming back. What? Oh, I, I'm free. <laughs> yeah, Wanderer's gonna he be. Goes, like, he goes outside with like Hal and the kids from Elk in the Middle. We're free now. <laughs> Wanderer's gonna be like, go to the magic meeting room. There'll be a note left for Autochthonia. Be back soon, and he'll be like, that was a hundred years ago. He looks up <laughs> at the sky. Sun comes up. Sun comes down like a thousand times. He's an old man with a long beard. He's like, guess not. Everything's on fire <laughs> around him. Yeah. Oh man. So now I'm just imagining Null Space being Kirby's Dreamland, and you're all like those little dudes that have the wands that shoot lightning out of it, and like, you know, the Viator is Meta Knight. Yeah. And it's like, there might be things dangerous in here, we don't want to get out, and then Kirby shows up. <laughs> well, the Viator's like, we gotta run, guys, it's back. I guess what? I could go into the Null Space and. Try to get the Viator here quickly so he can wreck shit over this metropolis. The Viator is waiting at the gate. It oh. knows you're here. Oh, that's perfect. Oh. So oh. we'll just hold it open, let him step out, and then run the fuck away. Viator, I can't bargain. Okay, so let's so. get out of the ship when it fires. We'll just keep the portal open, and he'll yep. jump out, take Steelhead with him, and everything's good. And then we'll just fuck off. Before we yeah. get shot down. Does that sound like a good plan? Sounds good. Alright, so you all get on the Iniquitous. And can Iniquitous fly or does it just walk? It just walks. Okay. Alright, I guess it Would leaps like... out of your ship and onto a nearby like ledge or whatever that's much, that's big enough to hold it. Doesn't it have like some jump jets? It's no, that was, that was the other thing. It has a vent of the iron tide though. Um, it can walk through things. Oh. Okay. And lands on a ledge nearby. <laughs> As, uh... As Steelhead's, right. like, freaking out. Steelhead's like, wait, guys, what the fuck? <laughs> Don't worry, we have a plan. Is the plan selling me out? <laughs> That's part Dude, A. You're not worth it. Don't worry. <laughs> this seems like a dick move. Have we ever been dicks? <laughs> Don't answer that. Don't answer Banging that. on the electrical field? <laughs> dicks! <laughs> Just drawing a picture. Well, this if is I, you. Like in a lightning. <laughs> if I really wanted to fuck him over, Hey, you know, Steelhead, how about that, you know, thing you owe me? <laughs> nah. His head? No, <laughs> he owes me five more favors, and one of them could be going to no space. <laughs> no, fuck you! Break the thing. Okay. Oh no, you'll have a year of... You know, oh no, at least I'm not going to be a no space asshole! Yeah, he'll try to escape, and then he'll fumble over and get shot into it anyway. You're a dead man! Uh, I'm gonna pause. Okay, so you guys are on a nearby ledge, all by your Hell Strider. And, uh, yeah, that ship itself is brought in a resistor field and put inside a uh, metal and adamant uh, shielding shell that's being loaded into a launching mechanism that's charging with essence. Uh, the rotary revolver barrel that is the seal system rotates to uh, one of the holes. The seal itself tessellates up like a bunch of triangles folding away, and it starts to load and get ready to prime to fire it into a open portal into null space. So I guess we punch things now. So we... Event horizon in nine, eight, seven, six, five, 
four, three, two, initializing. And there is a large cascade of essence as the entire chamber is filled with pressure and destruction as it fires it into the chamber. Okay. So how do we keep it open, though? Commit influence to keep it open. Uh, that work? No, influence is not that quick. Solar You'll want to sorcery. use sorcery. Okay. So like an occult miracle. Okay, occult miracle to lock it open. Miracle you need more than yep. one of us, or... It's an occult miracle to fuck with the charm that the alchemical's using. That's the first scene, basically. Well, not first scene. Okay. The specifics are not important here. Mm -hmm. So you throw out an occult solar miracle to uh, block the seal system from shutting down after the event horizon. Mm -hmm. All right, everything goes red as alarms start blaring because, you know, you did sorcery at it. Um... Things inside this chamber are going to start attacking you guys. Anything? Contamination found. Event horizon breached. Interference. Heresy detected. <laughs> executing. Okay. Anything coming out yet? No. <laughs> no. The locking mechanism is in place. It's just being stopped from being completely shut. You have mm -hmm. to blow it open. Oh. Which is what Arzak told you to begin with. You have to destroy the seal system. Okay. So... Or, you know, go into it and then try to break it from the inside, but tricky. Yeah, probably it's more vulnerable for the outside. Only there's more things shooting. I mean, it's vulnerable because it has hit points now. Perfect. Okay, so... The Iniquitous can wail on that while we keep everything off it. Okay, it makes that noise the Iniquitous makes, that electro-metal scream. All of its seals breach off of it, and it jumps Hulk-style from here to the gate mechanism and starts tearing at it as automated turrets and essence cannons start shooting at it. What do you guys do? Um, 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 open the gate. That's what we want to do, right? That's what right. the Iniquitous is currently doing. That's what the Iniquitous is currently doing. As far as I understood, you guys are providing covering fire. Alright, I'll shoot at the other people then. Shoot at cannons and other things to destroy the... Turrets? Sure, that, guess, that's a good idea. I guess the turrets will be a mob then. Uh, there are people. There are drones. There are in. There are cannon emplacements. There are like chains and guillotines that fire off automatically. Like, this whole place is a security net full of people and automated turrets and automaton and machine spirits and elementals. Queen's gonna jump up on one of those turrets and try kind of yank it out of its uh, rotor. So she can halo use, style. Yeah. So she can yeah, use that as definitely. a. Definitely. Uh, okay. Alright, Killer Queen, you're using turrets to shoot at other turrets. That's you. What are you doing? Majestic. How many... Can I just, like, gather everyone up with my stuff? Yeah. Ironheart Destroyer actual, style, gra yeah. gravity stuff. Are there actual people or is it just... Yeah, yeah, there are... There is a bunch of shit going on right now. I'm gonna gather up all the peoples, put them in the way of the fucking shooting that's happening, and then also shoot them. And also up in the air? Yeah. Alright, so gravity gun happens. Are you just doing the whole Ironheart Destroyer form thing? Yeah. Alright, a cascade of missiles, fire, and instruments of destruction rain down as you pick up people with gravity wells and drop them into the abyss below, also being shot. Alright, large-scale destruction. Ian! Okay, I am going to... So, mobs of people shooting at us. Yeah. Gonna cutting the Crimson Road on them. Which does? Which does, um, basically damage is rolled straight, 
And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I do max damage on rolls, so as long as I hit, and I do. Which is like... So max damage for me is 12. That's huge. All right, so you're just starting to cut people down. Yeah, All right, Autocathonian clerics, monks, and civilians are just being cut in half. And mobs are considered lesser foes, right? Yeah, they're just mobs of one okay, or two hit so die people. They could be a mob of ten hit die people, and you'd still be able to rip yeah. through them, um, which would be like a tenth level D and D adventurer. Any mob that attacks me is going to take damage. Too. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Yeah, you start chumming okay. through the uh, Autocathonian regulators and defense forces. Sounds good. Royal. Uh, I'm recalculating Okay, um, so yeah, I guess I'm gonna, going to be mowing down the turrets as a mob. Uh, let me roll to hit. Mm. No. Okay, yeah, hit. 20, 22 damage. Like just straight? Straight. Alright, that's enormous. What are you shooting at? Turrets? Turrets. Like automated defense systems, parts of the alchemical, basically? Yeah. All right, yeah, all right, you guys are making short work of this chamber and this charm that you're in, this municipal charm, the whole superstructure. It's staff, it's defenses, uh, it's function, and it's, like, base and stuff. All right, um, yeah, most fires are going to be concentrated on the iniquitous, but that's being thinned out as time goes on. So you've managed to negate a fair amount of damage iniquitous would take. Perfect. Next round. Uh, more people are going to flood in from other parts of the city that are connected to this charm that are like, there are barracks, training centers, defense forces, security compounds, and also uh, various ranches and menageries for machine spirits and dreadnoughts. Mm-hmm. Majestic, could you lock it in? Could I what? Lock it in? You know. Use your craft powers to lock down this charm so people can't come in. Probably. That is the suggestion he was making that you would want to do. Alright, effort for the day, and you can just be like, and shut this place down. Okay. Looks like I should probably too much fucking effort on spending. Because you spent two so far right now. Yeah. And you have three committed to your charms. Alright, uh, you sabotage reinforcements coming in. Okay. Um, Killer Queen, cogwheel dragons are starting to deploy from inside the walls. Cogwheel dragons are gods? Uh, yeah, defense drones, like the high, like some of the higher forms of immune system. And where are they pouring in from? Like they're the walls had them basically inscribed on there as uh, hieroglyphics, and they're actually coming out of the walls and unfolding like a transformer. What kind of turret am I holding? Like is it heat based or? Uh, it is a shell caster, which basically means it is a railgun that fires uh, prayer rounds that detonate into aggravated damage. Kind of the same type that uh, the Seawolf used when he was uh, using Samus's body. Does it melt down the metal, or no. like, what kind of damage does it cause to the surrounding? Uh, the kind of damage that hurts creatures of darkness and void creatures. Like, it just straight up egg. Ah. So like, it does a lot of damage to everything, but it does even more damage to creatures of the void. So I can't just melt down the metal to prevent them from escaping their... Uh, mm. You just shoot them to death. Mm. Yeah, basically. You're the killer queen. You're like that one cat girl from Tank Police that has a minigun. Except fugly. Plus the iniquitous <laughs> is uh, setting off that cone of uh, the Halo of Wrath every turn. Oh well. yeah, no. Things are being chummed up that are trying to just suicide into it. There, there are like small beetles that have basically two uh, bulbs coming out of their back. That when the bulbs basically mix the liquid inside its body, they detonate. <laughs> and they're just trying to get close and pre-detonating. 
Okay, I'm just going to keep tearing through these things with uh, the turret then. Alright, Cogwheel Dragons are going to die. Ian and Royal. Shoot tomorrow, turrets. You really don't have to roll. You're just going to do like 20 some damage. Yeah. Alright, there are no more turrets to fight, to shoot at. Uh, it looks like the, super, the newly installed turrets in the structure, like the whole plate that they're screwed into is loosening and falling and being let go. As much older, more savage and analog designs are falling out. They look like mouths of animals and spirits that have, like, lightning uh, channels in them. Uh, some of them are, like, explosive pods, like claws that would let bombs loose that would just fall and detonate. Um, and, yeah, old-style machine spirits and, like, avatar familiars are being just released from here. Okay, I will cut in the Crimson Road again. And not very last time, so that's 14 damage. Just yeah. So you're doing about 15 damage, you're doing about 20 damage? Yeah. What are you going to do about these things? These things falling, when they die, they're going to explode and cause massive damage to the Iniquitous. Oh. Um. They're doing the thing bombers do, where they just drop 50 bombs on something and call it a day. spell that you can place in the area and it eats everything up that's in the area? So no, that's uh, queen. Killer Queen has that. Mm-hmm. I have Grinding Teeth of God, yeah. Yeah. Um, be a really fucked up thing to use against this guy. Okay. Against the alchemical, or it's just like, oh, I can't move! Get out of my just constantly mind. chew this on him, spell. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't really work well on people who have essence to spend. Because, uh, yeah. it's, it has, it's doing multiple things at once. It doesn't really have the same type of things. It doesn't have an actual three to spare, I guess. Um, like, its actions are sending reinforcements, activating other charms, getting shit done. It has action... Like, you have gifts that take mm-hmm. an action to use. It's using those. Yeah. Can I, instead of doing Cutting the Crimson Road, then just start, like, you know, jumping on oh. all the falling stuff and because pushing it out of the way sort of nine thing? Nine iron on the walls, it, maybe? No. It's it sounds more... like you're going to turn your sickle around onto the blunt end and yeah. use it as a baseball yeah, bat. Yeah, basically what I'm thinking. Because if I nine iron walls it, I'm just, like, it's area damage. Whereas... Give me a dexterity check. Dex check. Take me out to the ball game. Uh, Take me out to the game. I want to so go to the game. I have dex. Four, I rolled 14 plus 3. So no, seven. you don't add anything to oh. it to a skill check. So you just 14 roll over three check. and my check is 3. So, so you got it over. by 11. There you yeah. go. Good enough. All right. You're baseball batting missiles away. Okay. Perfect. Royal. Shooting those turrets down. Shooting the, the turrets. Shooting the missiles will cause the missiles to explode, which will damage the iniquitous. You need a way to remove the missiles from the situation that isn't just shooting them. Hmm. What do you got? Um, I guess I could try to larceny miracle it and just steal them away somewhere and stash them. Put them into elsewhere. Steal them. Steal the missiles yeah. into put, elsewhere. Put them somewhere away. Or a little, a little more in theme, larceny to disarm them. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, yeah, I can give you that, because, yeah, okay. So you will quickly, like the thief you never try to act like, hop on them with your dark cloak and knives out, <laughs> and start quickly disable devicing them. Yep. All right, uh, you guys avoid the iniquitous taking serious drawbacks. And the avatar silo for this alchemical, Colossus size, drops in. Because there was one stored in this charm in the event of Viator stuff. <laughs> so you have a 20 feet tall adamant cast pissed off uh, alchemical 
to deal with. It's like one of those fights in Capcom versus SNK where it take where its torso takes up half the screen. <laughs> it's like you know in the dock area. It's going to start punching you guys. What do you four do? Can I use like a craft miracle to rewire this weapon so it does a different type of damage? Or uh... okay, sure. Okay, what would be really good against an alchemical? I guess EMPs don't exist in this world, so... Stuff that disrupts essence can probably exist. Yeah, so... Uh, the way it is, is this charm basically doesn't have a floor. It just goes out to nowhere because everything's open. So, you can either try and destroy it with straight-up damage. If the four of you tried to do enough damage to destroy it in this round, that would work. Or you can try and remove it from the fight. That would also work. Or you guys could all just jump in front of the damage it's about to throw out and just take a bunch of damage. Mm. Can I make it fall through the floor and just... That is something you could all work on together. Uh, if the lock is open still, does it mean you can throw things into it? Does it take it and throw it into no space? Not really. Okay. The, the, the tunnel that it uses to get in is in such a way that only the bullets, like the, the prison ships it fires, go through. Okay. The, the damage the Eclipse will do will open up an actual large tear in Null Space. Okay. So why don't we all do crafting and larceny and shit miracles so that we can pull open the uh, I guess floor so he just falls into the abyss. Well, I guess we take all those unexploded bombs, stick it into it, and prime them to explode. Okay, okay. so you guys are going to try and destroy the, uh, the, the basically docking station? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, so you have the bombs that are disarmed. Yep. Okay, you are there, and you are there, and you are there. How are you guys going to organize this? Yes. Or, sorry, I'm. I thought we were trying to destroy the floor, and now we're trying to destroy something else. Yeah, the floor yeah, and the, the whole floor. docking section. So the 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 avatar silo falls out into uh, the where Emperor Palpatine died. Because um, I have the thing where I can just command different parts of stuff, right? This entire thing is a player character that you can't command. It's his actual meat flesh made of metal. That's an alchemical. Yeah, uh, I think that with that charm, you can control things as big as a small boat. If you've created it yourself, then you can control anything. No, I know. I don't want to control the entire fucking building, but I can still control parts of it. Um, Is there any smaller ships around? Okay, yeah, there is an airship around, sure. Because I can probably just get it to kamikaze into, like, the thing that's hold, like, something. Maybe you could gravity pull it with your gun. And then gravity gravity pull it over to the bombs. I can only gravity control people, I think. I don't think I can do it to stop. Well, it is a people, though. Yeah. Okay. So, you want to have a ship kamikaze a part of the floor? Where the bombs are, probably. Yeah, I guess so we throw the bombs Max. underneath his legs, mm-hmm. then cross something into it. So it the la- Underneath his legs is not the weakest part. You want to hit the... There's, like, weak parts of the joints, which oh, you okay. and you can identify, Killer Queen of Majestic. So, your plan is to throw bombs at one part? Yeah. Alright, and Killer Queen, what are you going to do? One part is labeled with bombs. Theoretically, another part's going to be hit with a ship. Can I um, use a zero-point singularity on the... It will probably resist with all of its effort. Yeah. It's oh. aware of your shit now. Because it's an evasion saving throw. Yeah, and if it fails, it will spend effort. Oh, okay. And be 25 feet tall and made of 100 tons of solid exalt. <laughs> I'm going to pull out the bolts in my area that seem to support the floor. You're just going to fucking use your teeth and unscrew them and stuff? Yep. Alright. So, what about you? you get your nails I'm you going to <laughs> break the god's teeth on it, because why not? Just to mess with it so that, like, give them time to do all their shit. Well, you could probably... Loosen like, god's teeth, like, the uh, sections? No, no, on, on the, the... How many sections are there? Four? 
Several. The more you destroy, the better chance you have. Then you need oh, something okay. really strong to make it knock out. So it could loosen the God's Teeth into the section. Into the, yeah, teeth. okay, I'll loosen the God's Teeth on the right. section. Bombs, coke nails, cutting bolt heads, and kamikaze in a boat. That destroys enough of the support structure of this place. And then you loosen the God's Teeth directly on the floor under you. Ricking the floor of the dock and the alchemical colossi starts to fall and like grabs onto a ledge to hang on and is extremely pissed off. Uh, and opens fire on you guys. Uh, spend effort or take 10 damage. Effort. I'm just gonna say take it, spend effort. Let's let's move this along. Yep. Alright, the Iniquitous is almost done ripping parts out of uh, the dock. It looks like it needs about this turn to go. You still have that Avatar Colossi uh, there, and it's multiple one. parts of it are opening up into missile pods and lasers. I guess we just need to this little pick up the market. <laughs> yeah, the queen's gonna slide over there and start lifting his fingers off because she has stronger than you. Oh my god. Alright, you're starting to lift his fingers off. Yeah. What do you guys do? Give me an action that's evocative. Mm. Um, I need to, I know, grab some leaky, greasy robots and toss them underneath the fingers so they'll start slipping with my last Butter one. fingers, gotcha. That's perfect. There's okay. probably a lot of grease everywhere. Oh my god. This is, yeah. like, this is like the Transformers movie. It's just grease and gore everywhere. Greased up death guy. Okay. Greased up death guy, yes. <laughs> very, very good. Um, Start unloading all the cargo stuff above him, falling on his head. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Alright, you're gonna drop cargo on him. And what are you doing? Um, I'm just gonna hit him in the head with my scythe. Just kinda loosen just up, smack him a little bit, be like... The cargo no. thing falls off his head, then he hits him, <laughs> then the cargo thing falls. Yeah. Just in between, like, whack-a-mole, as Killer Queen's, like, slowly prying his hand off, I just whack-a-mole when he tries to get back up. You can also use your scythe to, uh, fucking hack off his fingers mobster style, or they use well, the cigar cutters. I figure, I figure <laughs> Killer Queen's already dealing with that. It's like one to... finger, another finger, another finger. Yeah, you keep one or two That's fingers, true. she... Sure, she right, then I'll try and cut off some fingers. Alright, Russian mobster style, perfect. Alright, you guys get the Colossi loose as it starts to fall and open fire at the area around you, doing just a bunch of damage to the area and making it um, not the best. Uh, as finally, the Iniquitous completes its rage uh, routine and sinks its hands into two of these six tubes, digs in and yanks the entire uh, revolver cylinder out of the charm and throws it down at the uh, Colossi, smashing it and for hurling further and further into the reaches. Yeah. Um, what it ripped out of looks kind of like a sort of nuclear reactor from movies, where it starts to glow red hot and give off, um, <gasps> what do you call it, lens flare lights that make it look like it's going critical. Okay. Like they turned off the trap in Ghostbusters. I guess we'll dodge behind the edge there. If only there was a big angry corpse in here we could hide behind. Or it's falling. It's falling forever. It's going where Emperor Palpatine went. It really should have had rocket boots. <laughs> all right. Good job. So yeah, you guys all duck out of the way as there is a large rending explosion. And a sound you don't really hear it on Cthona usually. A rush of... A torrential rush of a tidal wave. As water, green and slick blue water, ooze out of the uh, destroyed uh, reactor and the destroyed locking mechanism. A sort of almost 
multicolored quicksilver just bleeding out, following its own laws of gravity, running up and around the holes, going sideways, sometimes coming out in squares, like square bubbles and square formations. It just starts gushing out of the uh, explosion area, putting out fires and causing electrical storms. And then you hear it. A machine sound. Why you don't really hear Nautocothonia as well? The sound of gears scraping against gears and the sound of um, old metal being ground up and crushed as if it was put into a shredder. Thread gear. Yeah. I was getting to that. As one large, bigger than that Colossus uh, Avatar Silo hand reaches out of the hole and grabs the edge of reality and pulls itself out. A hundred feet tall, made of adamant and soul steel and other other materials you've seen here in Autocothonia that are seem to be the bones of a Tokthon's body, like the flesh of a primordial. That kind of divine substance that only the ministers or Lidger or even the Unconquered would be made of. The Dread Gear emerges. Large and crudely man-shaped, like an idol you'd see in a cargo cult or some sort of Mayan culture that only vaguely knows what astronauts or gods look like. Uh, a large cylindrical domed head with a single eye in it that's made of um, soul steel that's clear, which you haven't really ever seen before. And a sort of mouth and jaw mechanism that is perfectly articulated uh, to look like it would copy a living thing. It, uh, it has a large power system in its chest that looks like a probably uh, probably a Warstrider-sized proto-shinmaic vortice, which pulses with that blue-green energy. And yeah, Majestic, you, you recognize it. You look confused. Are you not paying attention? Oh, yeah. No, sorry. God damn it. Yeah, it looks like it's a much larger scaled PSV. Like like the type you'd see in a planet. Like it's <laughs> it's big. It's not the little, you know, less than fist sized egg. Oh, man. Imagine if that exploded. Oh, yeah. It looks like that there's not just like a like a small unshape that's been collapsed in. It looks like there's an entire, an entire thing from the wild. Like an entire god hierarchy was collapsed together. Jesus. Oh, they have the, the, the <gasps> technology. He's fucking a talkthon. Are you guys That's retarded? That's how you have a talk <laughs> better than Technology, that. you fucking talkthon. <laughs> yeah, that hand drags the rest of him out. On his belt, which he has, which things like these always have, <laughs> there are severed heads of alchemicals, colossi and normal sized, with their soul gems still embedded in their forehead and cracked. What the fuck? Oh. There's... A hundred of them. Yeah. His other hand reaches out and grabs onto part of the charm locking mechanism and drags the rest of his body out, a hundred feet tall, and nestled between uh, his mid finger and his and his last finger is that bullet, and it's crushed in half. Is Steelhead oh, okay? Wait. <laughs> uh, did we just kill Steelhead, guys? I think we'll just jump on back. He just lets it go, and he kind of just tosses it like a cigarette into the reaches below, where it like crashes against some walls and then just falls away. He'll, he'll be back, right? Tiny down there. Holy shit! Tiny essence jets and ventricles and mm. and basically firing holes all over his superstructure ignite 
giving him an aura of fire and destruction as he hovers there in the dry dock. So, queen's gone. This guy's... Ching, ting, ting, ting. Yeah, the queen jumps down after that using all her gifts. <laughs> Alright, you're able to catch it in time and get inside as it's falling. Okay. Uh, Steelhead's there, crushed under a lot of debris. Gonna rip the debris off him and kind of drag him out of there. <laughs> Alright, you're able to drag most of him out. The rest was just kind of pinched. That's fine. We've got other parts for him. <laughs> Basically, take a human body that's standing like Da Vinci's man and just and just kind of take a black highlighter to a lot of his torso and left leg and arm. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, gonna drag him out of there. Oh, wait, there's a bunch of bodies up at the uh, dock. Aww. It's all good. <laughs> you have his head. You're fine. Hmm. Yeah. But yeah, the Viator stands there hovering, and he actually has his own uh, essence aura, his own anima bonfire from this. And he basically goes as totemic as he can, tapping into the PSV in his chest, which swirls and rotates like a typhoon or like a like a tsunami, and just ignites that chamber, and it starts melting. So there's like raining bits of adamant and soul steel and star metal falling everywhere, scorching and destroying the gods that are like trying to come in and contain this alone. I, I assume we stay I'm totemic the way. at this point. I'm um, going to... Unless you have something else to do. I'm going to call out. We have released you from your prison, and we have a way to save a Tokthon. The central eye starts moving to the right, kind of like it's a uh, it's on a track, uh, almost like a Larson scanner, and just moves to where you are, and various uh, irises close in and zoom in on you. The rest of his body moves to be so that his head's in the, his eyes in the center of his head. And he gets closer. We're yeah. friends of Arzak. We're Pro going... tip, I don't think he cares. He just killed Arzak. No, he didn't. Arzak's in his home. Fine. What about Arzak? Steelhead. Steelhead. Oh, no. All these guys. You know, Arzak's part of him. He's like Arzak's a little minister. Higher up than just because... Yeah. Just because... A demon, a second or third circle soul of a Yozi exists doesn't mean it doesn't have the capacity for self-loathing. Also doesn't mean it cares <laughs> about the fucking Aramanthoi. <laughs> like... I don't know. But yeah, um... We are doing this... You are going to be talking to... We rescued you. You know what this plan is more than I do. Yeah. She's taking care of what's-his-name. I don't trust this guy to talk. So it's going to be you. Okay. He starts looking away from you guys and looks at the central city and puts his hands into his chest cavity and starts ripping open his heart. Uh, and like a transformer and a tessellation, his chest cavity opens up into a uh, wide angle and thin kind of uh, arrangement where his hands build themselves into his chest to make a sort of um, disc thrower. And fires a straight line of two-dimensional uh, cylinder of energy at parts of the city, and just cuts off a large section of it, and the whole thing starts to go off, like darken and get damaged. Well, I didn't want to kill all those people. No more muscles. No more quarantine. No more sedatives. And then he turns his attention back to you as he goes back to his normal man shape. 
He uh, lifts his fist back and punches where you guys are and punches above where you guys are. And it goes on for a while until he stops. And a section of his arm opens up into holes and spider-like arms on machine hooks and hands come down and uh, slam a large diclave into the ground in front of you guys. It's a grand diclave, like a Mm two-hander. It's made of uh, soul steel and or chalcum. Cool. It has a very autochthonian design to it. Like it has like a cover to it, and there are moving parts, and it looks like a metronome uh, needle that's on the outside of the blade that clicks back and forth. I guess I take it. Yeah, he then retracts his hand back in and looks down the large cavernous tubes that are in autochthonia and uh, just begins going in that direction. Wait, wait, wait. We, we kind of want to tell him not to start fucking I think, shit up yeah. until... I think it's beyond this. Yeah, no, no, it's not. No, Try talking no, okay. to him. No, the whole point was to tell him I don't wait. even remember why yeah, we're okay. talking to him. Wait. That's why I need you to do it. Definitely yelling, wait, wait. We, and like start we'll, chasing after him. I guess we're going to yell at him. We're going to find the Eye of Otakoton. We're going to make this better. We're on it now. Don't do anything. I don't know. No, don't don't tell him what to no, do. Probably not. Just... just we, we gotta start a dialogue here. Yeah. Wait. We're on your side. We're, we're here to help. We have an idea. <laughs> yeah. He basically flies down a into a subtube and just goes out of sight. He just left us? Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you're looking at the sword? I'm yeah. chasing it. It looks like a complex analog, like, like gear and clock and pulley information database with some sort of Sorceress incantation locked inside of it. I'll uh, puzzle box that out. It looks like it's some sort of. <laughs> ah, ah, Voyager! Some sort of. It's some sort of secret Nazi compound! <laughs> some sort of robot war? Um. It is some sort of. Uh, sorceress incantation that changes the nature of spirits. Neat. So did he basically just give me a sword that does what I want? Yeah, that's exactly. He, he fulfilled his end of the bargain as he is wont to do. Awesome. Oh, he knew. But we were. Yeah, yeah you yeah, talked yeah. to his subordinate soul. Oh, yeah. Like, does he also know that we also like did that thing and have a solid lead on the eye? So there's no reason for him to fuck shit up. You literally talked to him earlier. Oh, he know he remembers that conversation. Oh, okay, he's Arzak. Okay, yeah. Like I know that like he's his. Like, Arzak is his little minister, or whatever, but I didn't know that he would remember. Arzak's his. Arzak is a second circle demon of the Viator. Yep. The Viator's a third circle demon, like Lidger. Is that yep. what you're you thought you were. Now you were talking to Steelhead. I keep getting no, them confused because no. they're like the same. Steel is just an exalt that works with Arzak. It's just a liminal. You're lucky. He's just some exalt. You know, he's like an infernal lidger. Okay. No, he isn't. Like and So he works for someone that works... He's like a dragon-blooded or just yeah. some guy. He's just a dude that works with Arzak for yeah. rewards. Yeah. Anyway, this city's falling apart and is getting awfully attacky. I start to leave. I, yeah, I'm going to be like... I guess we're using your account. Anyone want to evacuate? <clears throat> You can come on on our 
ship. <laughs> what ship? Have a ship. The destroyed ship. Oh shit! They ruined it. Well, I can oh. I can charm and take us. Yeah, and you can, you can charm half a us. dozen people. <laughs> that will save everybody. How big is a ship? I can control a ship, and I can like. Those all exploded. You destroyed them. Yeah. Well, we've got the opposite. You absolutely. all get oh, wait. You all get on the Hellstrider that the Killer Queen uh, owns that can carry you guys. Okay. And presumably, you Hulk jump away from this war zone or, that you or, just started. Or just start flying away. But yes. See ya. Don't mock them in their holocaust. No, I'm not doing that in character. I'm saying see it, like not in character. It's like okay, well, bye, entire city that we just killed. Okay. We, we didn't kill it. Too often. The Viator killed it. There's a slight difference. Our slight differences are happening too often. It's like, I agree with. Right? If you rescue Hitler from prison and he goes on killing people, then you're not responsible. You're you're not the one killing people. Hitler yeah. is. It's more like if you fucking there's a furnace. What if Jesus was a and you fucking break open the furnace and let the fire go everywhere? It's your fault. But the fire, I don't. The fire sentient care about having this conversation for okay. the. 65th time. <laughs> That's how many obsessions we've had, I think. No so one it's cares all good. About personal responsibility, Devin. Yeah, it's called this new thing called Exalted. <laughs> Don't worry, they're reincarnated. It's only been a game for 15 years. It's not like the, it's not like the city's dead. It just, yeah, it's damaged. just. I don't care about the, the fucking so it's not gonna, alchemical. No, so it's not going to fall into the abyss and it, everyone's going to die. It's just their city's damaged. Yeah, they're gonna have to do a lot of work fixing it before they decide to fix that null space seal. It doesn't open up a gate to null space right here. It unlocks null space across the board. Ooh, that's that's bad. Well, I mean, it's not ideal for people who hate null space, but it's part of a talkthon. It's not gremlin syndrome, guys. That's fair. I gremlin. Well, they just have a local trash bin everywhere. So I guess we fine. we pick up the killer queen on the way, and we start and you know half of steelhead and half steel. She's busy the right half. She's busy lopping off the head of one of those of those uh, or not alchemicals, autochthonians that we killed, and just yeah. kind of. So this is how it works, right? We just stick the head on a body. Steelhead just puts his hand and caresses your face bloodily. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Are you just trying to like, piece together Frankenstein monsters all over the place? If yes. that had worked, I was about to chop off an arm, but. Well, I mean, his other body was mangled, so it's just like... I mean, no, <laughs> no you could just... Just, 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 just get me home, asshole. <laughs> like, if I just attach this leg to this socket, will it go in? Just get me home, <laughs> asshole. Okay. It's okay. You don't know what you're talking about. You're delirious. <laughs> it's like eyes are bugged out like Clytus from Flash Gordon when he falls in the spike pit. <laughs> okay. I guess we... Yeah, that was the sound song I chose for the Dread Gear. Machine Soldier from Escaflown. Sounds good. A hundred feet tall and pissed off. Yeah, uh, quite a sight. You make a much slower retreat back to uh, one of the major cities. Yeah. Takes about another week. Word doesn't spread too fast in Autocathonia, so we should be okay. It's... You could lose an entire continent in Autocathonia. Plus, they don't yeah. talk to each other. That's what I mean. That's what I, apart, that's what I was so. referring to, is they don't yeah. talk to each other. So, yeah. But yeah, you come back to creation. Two weeks have gone by. Cool. Okay. So, I guess we drop off Steelhead in the 1 May, and then... Have we figured out how to use this sword? 
Do I stick him with the twenty end? <laughs> no, you you can just you can just backwards engineer the spell. Okay. I was a little bit unclear as to whether it just was a spell and also he gave me a sword, or whether it was like literally you stick him with the sword and it'll stop whatever was happening. Just I was thinking that it's like a USB stick. You plug it somewhere in the Ushon and it's <laughs> its creation. That could be a thing, but you three sorcerers can backwards engineer the spell. It's a yeah. god machine protocol. Are you a sorcerer? I started being a sorcerer. I'm picking it up slowly. <laughs> I'm taking Technically, it's guy. a god machine protocol, which is... Uh, Autocathonia only has two levels of sorcery, man machine and god machine. But it's made in a way that you guys can backwards engineer it into a, I think, celestial circle spell. Yeah. Awesome. It's a mi- it, it is a celestial circle sorcerer's working that allows you to reconfigure spirit in a very specific way, cool. which would change its nature to basically because spirits <laughs> in creation are old school compared to what a talkthon makes, mm-hmm. so it would patch them. Okay. So this 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 death thing wouldn't hurt them. Yeah, it's a patch. It's a Windows XP patch. No, does it fix ones that are already infected? Yes. Okay. Awesome. It's a patch. Just, so I make sure, because it could have been like, you know, all the ones that are uninfected are fine, but then the ones that are infected are going to be fucked so, still. I guess... No, that would not be a solution. <laughs> well, it would have been a... It would be a vaccine. spread. Yeah. yeah, but spreading is the problem. Constant, unending god explosions reinfecting the place are the problem. <laughs> so yeah, it has the god machine version charged in the sword, in the dieclave, and you guys can back engineer a celestial version that's like one person use. Like, you can just be like, cast, cast, cast. But, yeah, as Peter alluded to, it's a USB stick. Yeah. So figure out how to use it in you, Sean, and what it would be used for, and you're good to go. Okay. I'm a, I'm a smart cookie. I can figure that out. Yeah, you could also reach out to your I'm people who live in you, Sean. really smart with sorcery and shit. And you could also reach out to the people who live in you, Sean, and have an understanding of well, its more intricate natures that you might not. Hey, lawyers, come help us lawyer well, solution to <laughs> yeah, this. Yeah, those yeah. are actually... Asna yeah. Firstborn? So she's like, yo, part of No, the... not Asna Firstborn, who's in you, Sean. You're fucking sidereal exalted. Okay. okay. You're breaking my balls, man. <laughs> Asna Firstborn is busy working overtime because somebody is getting pattern spider bitten. <laughs> I'm not going to say who. Somebody no. once told me. Every time someone says somebody. Anyway, some sort of bullshit. <laughs> so who do you want to take on this adventure? What is the adventure? Going to Yushan, confront... Well, I guess trying to patch things up. Confronting Clad. Darkness and not confront, just oh. telling him that he's hey, done. And you don't yet, you don't yet, yeah, yeah. Asking you him don't? if he's done, okay. We take over now, basically. Okay, we're in the magic meeting room. Whoop, whoop. So, will the sword is hovering above the table with hologlyphic essence around it as it's being analyzed. It's you guys and the Yushans, the Sidereals. Yeah, all right, maybe. I don't know, an alchemical sorcerer? Yeah. Um, what's her name? Optimus. Oh, perfect. You bet. He knows God and Man Machine protocols. Fair enough. I always consider... Shockwave? Shockwave be busy. Also, um, how far can we go with this before we broke our deal? I don't know. You'll have to talk to Clad and see if he's done. Yeah. Maybe convince guess, him to be done. So I guess like planning well, to interfere isn't actually interfering. Go to Clad in Darkness. Yeah. Be like, 
You need to be done now. This is fucking bullshit. Yeah. Okay. And if he's, he like, agrees, he's like, fair enough. I watched them all explode like at least three times. Stop being funny. You <laughs> need to know the context of what's happening to you, Sean, before you can decide if you're going to be breaking the deal or not. Yeah. Speculation will only lead to endless arguments about the nuances of deals. <laughs> then what ifs? Yeah. yeah. Not helpful for you guys. Okay. So, especially because any plan you make, you guys are just going to burn anyway and do something completely different. Yeah. Okay. So, the uh, okay. degrees of destruction. That's what made me think of using Key of the Twilight. <laughs> so, then take the four of us, the two Sidereals, and Optimus. And go to Yushan, confront Cloud, and if everything's okay, we're gonna start cleaning up the city. Yep. So, yeah, you guys briefly explain your adventure in Autocathonia to the three people here? Yes, we like. What parts do you leave out or not include? The entire destruction of that city. It seems like a bad idea to leave that Probably out. Probably not want to mention that we um, left the boy of Iron Space just wandering about. But we're um, gonna find out. Yeah, so let's just be honest with them, because like, Sadiros don't. Sadiros know what we're up to. They don't care. They also them. don't know what's. They're, they're like, we let the fighter of Nell Space run free after destroying the adamant cast of quarantine city. And they're like, that's. Fuck neat. off, guys. <laughs> I know some of these words. <laughs> I do not. Did you fuck with Yushan anymore? <laughs> no, we're fixing it. So, yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> Like, we don't want to tell you this, but we're going to have to be honest with you. We let the Viator of Nell Space roam free after dealing with his subordinate soul, Arzak. And it's like, <laughs> just screaming as loud as I can. We do not care. We are your lawyers. We are not your therapists. I think we should tell Optimus what's going on. So he can start preparing. Or let the words out for, to... To his five buddies here in creation. <laughs> I know. To let people know, hey, you might want to beef up the defense in the core just in the case. I have never sojourned to the core. Well, so I guess, yeah, I wouldn't send the words. Okay, no, The so design of the Great Maker is such that he would be aware of his own self. But he's asleep. Okay. It'll be so fine. I guess we tell him everything. Yeah. yeah. Alright. We went to Autocathonia, we made a deal with Arzak, we made a deal with the Viator, he gave us this thing to solve this problem that... That Arzak engineered. Now we have Perfect. a new problem, but it's further down the line. So. <laughs> We've pushed this further down the line. Also, it might not even be a problem if we just wake up a top one and make him not be dying right. anymore. Hopefully. Hopefully, yeah. A large avenging angel is descending on that cocoon with an eye of curiosity and suspicion. You right. wouldn't destroy that. Mm. If it's I, bad, I just, you just, yeah. we just had an entire yeah, session devoted That's to this fair. question. Yes. Anyway. Alright. Loris Uriel's Righteous Optimal Solution. Hanifa and Yilmargaro. They're looking at the Diaclave. They're celestial sorcerers because why would you not be a sorcerer if you work in Yushan? What are you, stupid? Alright, what do we have here? What, what exactly is the plan with this? Going to you, Sean. Put this where it belongs and cure it. Well, this is a alchemical autocathonian plague. What's the word I'm looking for? Definitely? A god machine protocol. God machine protocol. It can be engineered to work for celestial level sorcery. 
it will cure the stuff that's happening in Yushan. Alright, it's like a vaccine. Kind of. It basically updates all the gods to be immune to it. So they stop exploding horribly every Yes, week. which is what's happening, so it's by the way. And the cure. Rachel also solution. It's like, just kind of does some math in his head. There aren't enough sort. There is not enough sorcerers, even in Wan May, to properly administer this to all of the possible infected residents of Yushan. Um, we basically. Um, there must be more to this. Yeah. In like, is it actually just a USB stick? Like, you just plug it in? Yeah, but you don't understand what it would have to go into because you guys well, don't deal well, with Yushan. We don't Yushan. know where it would plug in, but we know okay. that it needs to be uh, in like it needs to be. Well, we know that. Creation and Yushan was created by Tokanton, along with other things, but probably has some way of interfering, <clears throat> interacting with the natural essence to yeah. cool said cure like a water fountain patch. Probably. So, kind of is like, yeah, what if this thing just changes how quintessence is produced? That would work. Sure. If we change the nature of quintessence, yeah, then. That would be perfect. Why, why are you looking at me suspiciously? I'm not looking suspiciously. I'm looking at you like I don't understand. Quintessence is distributed throughout Yushan on the dawn of every day. All across it is the collector, so every god gets their share of it. Therefore, if we plug it into the quintessence reservoirs, it will propagate throughout the whole Yushan within a day. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That sounds like the most logical way to deal with this. There's even a thing in Yushan where the quintessence reservoirs are managed. Let's break into No the... one touches it or goes near it because it, it automates itself. Let's go into the basement water treatment plant <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess no one's gonna be around to stop us there. I mean, right. they're all too busy exploding. I mean, Celestial lines guard it, but no one would have a reason to go in. It, so it does its own thing. It can't yeah. be manipulated. Well, they wouldn't say no it's to us. It's titan-made. It's inured to our interference. It's not inured to this. Alright. That sounds like a deal. Sounds now, like a we're gonna, you know, make it so it can end with whatever it is. We'll probably have to see it. I'm assuming I don't just literally put the sword in something. There's, there's literally a slot to put the sword in. Why would there be a slot for... Like, because a Tokthon prepared for this. Because a Tokthon built it. It's like, in case you need to poison everything, or cure everything, put the thing in here. <laughs> you put it, we put it in, turn it around, have to turn it around again, it's like, oh, there we go, now it's like, all, the pin, all the pins on the sword are bent. <laughs> you have to, like, blow into it, it's like, fuck, come on. Yeah. That's the same way you put it in the last time, why did it work this time? Why'd you keep it in your pocket, it's so sweaty. Because the sword is like this piece of four-dimensional objects. <laughs> oh my god. It'll fit into like its own analog thing, so it'll fit into the slot. <laughs> Adapter. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's go to Fushan. Let's go. Perfect. To well, so not like we have a secret way in there. Yes, or else we, we would have taken. <laughs> Apparently, I, I learned about it a few days ago. How? Remember Kajak Kajak? Yes, I remember Kajak Kajak. <laughs> You <laughs> fucking asshole. Remember who has his skull? Servant under the table. Like, yes, I remember how you scalped him. Still I the was there. 
Well, good times, right? Good times. You pieces of shit. <laughs> his skull works for us now, so. What? What? Uh, his skull was just rammed into that helmet down there. He's, yeah. he's been wa- rocking that for a while. What? Who? Oh, the butcher. Liminal. Wait, she like taps something on the desk and like picture of the butcher, Silent Hill music playing, bubble-headed nurses grabbing people off the street and drinking their blood and stuff. A little note at the side that says actor's reenactment. <laughs> yeah, that guy, you gave him his, you gave, you purified his body beforehand, didn't you? Yep. So you want to get a hungry ghost. Yep. Because that's how you get hungry ghosts. <laughs> I peeled off, made a child, and gave the rest to uh, the butcher. I guess they're technically related that way. Huh. Which kid is that guy? The Sidereal one. There's one who was trained by Sidereal specifically. He's got four arms. <laughs> yes, he has four arms. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in character, I was, like, asking you which one it is. And oh. To- I'm assuming you tell me their name in character. Yes. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, that one, because I'm assuming the Majestic fucking remembers their name, but I can't. I, I'm, I'm a rem- I can't remember Madrona's So you know Kjax's secret way into you, Sean? Yes. Yes. All right. All right. Cool. Perfect. <laughs> to be fair, I just learned about that. Yeah, but the butcher's not really the talkative sort, so, uh... Act- yeah. Actors reenact. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, scene, that scene from Silent Hill where he grabs the woman, twists, and then pulls her and flings her skin off. Yeah, like, I had to borrow one of the uh, Wanderer's cultists and put a big helmet on because no one else would walk around with that on. They just so many broken necks, so many broken necks. That helmet was three days away from retirement. <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. So he's gonna. The butcher will take us into Yushan. Ah, brothers. And he just knows oh. how. Yeah. We should go to the north. Oh, joy. North. How do we get in there? Yeah, how, how are we getting in there? To the, to the north? No, I know how to get to the north. Okay. I mean, how do we get into heaven? Well, basically, the royal got an eye from the butcher. And it's... He has an eye patch, by the way. You all noticed. Yeah. And it showed him, oh, a location on the map. Some ancient primordial era city. That's like the marker. I assume once we get there, we'll figure it out, no problem. Oh, you haven't been there already? No. Oh. It's like I figured out during the party, then we had a trial, then we went to Autocatonia. <laughs> so I guess we're gonna pester Shockwave for another ship. Oh well, no, we blew up your ship! Well, we just fly there. Why well, do we need it? Because ship? you can't fly that fast, even with the travel charm. So it's I, like, actually, I don't fly, think. Fly, I, I think I fly past the Plus his, his Yeah, my Or what about his ship? Yeah, yeah, his ship's fast. I don't think we need the iniquitous. I mean, it'd be kind of funny to take it into heaven. It's a Hellstrider. <laughs> we just fly with my ship. Yeah. I guess by all, in pretty much every way mechanically, it's a Hellstrider. Yeah. Or a Warstrider, yeah. so. Yeah, that's, that's what it is. It's not a pilotable thing. So we take the royal ship and fly off into the sunset. That is the north. Which is a lot less chilly. Now that it's got the elemental hole where it's stuck in the middle of it. It was just all that kind of gross sleet everywhere. No, I'm assuming it's I'm assuming it's much better than it used to be though. I mean, remember the north? Remember? It sucked. Hey, that's I uh, it was north. not that bad. I'm from it there. It sucked. It was 
tolerable. Nothing good has ever come from the north. I agree. Wow, <laughs> wow guys. Shockwave, just like a single robotic oil. Shockwave didn't come from the north. Oh, true enough. She, was, she just stayed there. Yeah. No, wow, she guys. didn't. Shockwave was in the north, yes. Yeah, doing work, but she came from the wild. Oh, yeah, she yeah. She was a servant in the north. Story. The gremlins came from the north. <laughs> Seawolf and Lothar came from the north. Bull of the Nello north. came from the north. Bull of the north came Nothing. from the north. Without came from we the north. We don't actually know that. We don't yeah. actually know that. I think he kind of alluded to it I think so. about Fine. someone starving to death, but we didn't know. We made uh, what's his face Nello tell everyone about that though. So. But not really. He only kind of told like he's like he told me some personal story about some boy starving. I think to so. Did so say that though, there was someone from some village in the north that survived and shouldn't have? The queen was asking. Uh, Fucking Celestial Exults about that earlier as well. Yeah, so. She pretty much knows at this point. It's just nobody actually talks about it. Out of respect for uh, Void's privacy until right? the trial. Remember Void? Squish. Right? Did we forget him this time when we went to the north? <laughs> he doesn't want to go to the north. <laughs> I was, I sw- that was the joke. Yeah. He's probably busy like leaking somewhere. Especially if we, cool. if we were like, hey Void, want to go to the north again? He'd probably be like, you guys, we're just gonna leave it there. Is that okay? Do any claw striders come from the north? I know that um, the countess. Terox she... come from the north. Yeah, claw striders come from the east. That's also so. No, something good did come from the north. Actually, Terox, my favorite ones. Well, they all technically were born in Rathus and just migrated through different directions. Well, I know, but they're whatever. Oh, they're all from Rathus originally. They no. just moved. No, Rathus was the birthplace of Dragon King society. Yeah. Like, they were all kind of built in one place and then eventually were migrated around and stuff. Mm. I guess that would make sense. <clears throat> so, you guys are going to Yushan? Yep. 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 Oh boy. So, who are you bringing with you to Yushan? Two Sidereals and Shockwave. Optimus. Optimus, yeah. Guy we never talked to. Righteous, optimal solution. Hey, buddy. Um, alright, so, uh, you guys will need a vehicle, you're taking your thing, yep. the, the fast ship, yep. fast ship that is fast, Yep. very good, um, anything else, any other preparations you want to do? Not really, this just seems really cut and dry. Well, I don't think there would be anything in Yushan to oppose us if, you know, everyone's too busy exploding. Yeah, unless, again, Cloud wants to turn on us right now, but I don't think that would... And anyone who's not exploding probably doesn't know that they're immune to the exploding, so they're like, I'm just going to hide in this basement with a whole thing of water and, and ride um, this shit out. How? Yeah. So the lower gods aren't affected. Yep. So the terrestrial just... gods. Okay, I'm just wondering if I should like steal some quintessence to get the Countess to eat it, because she has She's another... She's going to go. She has... Oh, yeah. What's her name inside yeah. of her? She'd have had wine, probably. Plus, she's she drinks celestial wine. Okay, so she's fine. We have parties all the time. I forgot about the celestial wine makes you a mean part. <laughs> well, once she starts expelling them, we'll give her some quintessence. It'd be funny the first time. Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Feathers everywhere. <laughs> awesome. All right, you guys get inside the royal super fast sky ship. Yep. And blitz your way to the north. There isn't much in your way, because no one's going where you guys are going. You guys are going to the northwest at the very tip of uh, the area near the elemental pool of air. 
And yeah, after a while, the Royal's able to kind of figure out his bearings and navigate to um, this old settlement in a crevice in between two glaciers that you guys fly into. Okay. There is a city frozen under here. A large monolithic city uh, built for people much bigger than you, uh, with cyclopean spires and um, standing stones, you know, henges everywhere. And in it, the center, there are steps for things much bigger than you are. And they go down into the into the bowels of the earth. I guess we fly down. I, I feel like it's counterintuitive going down, but okay. <laughs> well, you know, primal deal, so what do you expect? Yeah. Okay. Alright, you guys begin to fly down? Yep. Sure thing. Uh, you go down, down, down. Fairly fast, too. After what seems too long for the amount you've been going down, you eventually breach into the sky. Like, you've been going down the whole time, mm-hmm. and then there's kind of a flip. There, there's a flip effect you don't even notice, and you are going upwards. And you are in the sky. Okay. The sun is, in, the sun is shining, there are clouds everywhere, and you are flying... Uh, like, Yushan is, is a bowl. Like, like it's like mm-hmm. an upside-down dome, and the flat part is Yushan, where everyone is. And, um, like the lookout from Dragon Ball, basically. Mm-hmm. And you are just on the other side of the bowl, basically, starting to go up. Okay. Perfect. So fly around okay. it. And... Yeah. You fly <clears throat> around it. Yep. Perfect. And yes, as you breach the cloud line of Yushan itself, which is a vast, vast city that almost seems to go on forever... Uh, you are treated to clouds of smoke as Yushan itself and its immense sprawl and construction and architecture that incorporates wood and stone and all sorts of things. The ground is littered with burning hot cinders and stones that have detonated from heat. <laughs> Almost like a volcano's gone off over here and the entire ground's on fire. Um... Various buildings are starting to collapse under the pressure of, uh, of the fires that have been raging throughout the whole city. Uh, there are large holes in the ground. Places have been flipped over. Entire neighborhoods have been just reduced to cinders that are still smoking. Every once in a while you hear the, the unsettling gunshot of what sounds like a large concussive explosion in the background. This is like a really bad neighborhood in America. Um, now that we're in Do we want contact clad? Exactly. I... I... Contact Clyde. Sure, you get in touch with him. Okay, uh, but we see like 10 feet around him and he sees 10 feet around us. Yeah. Oh, he uh, chooses to do a. Oh, voice. just to that? Okay. okay. Um, hey, Clyde, how's it going? How can I assist you? Hey, um, we're here for our heaven. Yeah. He uh, sends you coordinates. Okay. We will go. Fly. Sure thing. It points towards the Jade Pleasure Dome. Ooh. Makes sense. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. The Jade Pleasure Dome has um, fields and greenery and parks and kind of like aesthetics around it. And all of that's been decimated and destroyed. Uh, there are large scorch marks. Like a lot of people had tried to rush <clears throat> in and they had just been not let in to the Jade Pleasure Dome. Uh, shattered parts of celestial lines are lying around everywhere, and there's even a tomb to the, so- the one soldier in the usurpation who stormed heaven, who got closest, and that's also just covered in scorch marks and fire. 
And sitting on the tomb, cross-legged in a meditative pose, in uh, with his armor off, and just wrapped in his cloak in some simple um, Yushan kind of style serial robes, is clad in darkness. I always pictured him as an empty suit of armor. Yeah. I've never imagined the fact that he had a people body inside of it. It's <laughs> he's actually really weird. he's actually holding the helmet by the horns in his hand. Um, older man in his early 40s um, handsome actual handsome features that are kind of ashen uh, long kind of unkept white hair like someone doesn't really uh, like not does personal grooming but someone who's like a wild person uh, the startings of like a white beard um, and yeah his body's covered in like scars and like kind of rough from you know years of working with his hands and stuff and like being someone who gets into the thick of things uh, he has he has the kind of same proportions you imagine the wanderer would have someone who just fights all the time. Hmm. Yeah, he's sitting in a lotus position uh, with his hands on his helmet, contemplating it. And yeah, there's just fires raging all around him. The, his suit of armor is just kind of left to the side of the tomb, just you know, kind of slumped in its various parts. Sweet. And yeah, you guys, I guess, land somewhere in front of him and get out. How's it going? How about the changes me though? He's the old chew. No. How about I don't? How about you go fuck yourself? How about you run a game and build your own soundtrack and I get to play? That's right. <sighs> Hello, lawgivers. Hello. Hello, Claude. Are you comfortable? Is the temperature suitable? He's gonna lean bang, down. bang, 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 bang in the background. Light a cigarette on one of those smoldering piles of ashes. Vague sounds of wailing in the background. Oh. No, Nicole. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> Are you done? Are you satisfied? You know, when I started this so long ago, when I swore my revenge... I didn't think I would be, but this feels good. <laughs> Always nice to make someone feel good. I never would have expected it to go this far, or to get this complete of a victory. So, well, then and you don't I would give it all up for just a little more. His, uh, Eclipse cast mark is, uh, like, burned into his brow. Not, like, cut or anything, but it's, like, the, the kind of black and red mark, and it kind of seems just be low-grade kind of pulsing. Not like he's spinning essence, it's just that it's there. You all seem eager to set foot in my gracious killing chamber. Why? been like a month or so and we haven't heard from you. We were just curious as to how you doing. An inappropriate amount of levity. I would... F <laughs> he just starts laughing. I would have thought that this holocaust and conflagration would have at least put some weight into your steps. But that is why you are lawgivers. That it is. And we're here to mop up. 
Well, you should know that the work I've done here will have a lasting impact on the nature of this place. No more dictators. No more ruling by strength. No more choice selection for the bourgeoisie and the ruling class. Everyone, and there's explosions in the background, is equal under the flame. What? Like the storm on my back? <laughs> Does he care about that? He already did the thing. He ruined everyone's jobs here. No one's coming out of this clean unless you let them be. <laughs> it's probably the ultimate insult, don't you agree? That at the end of the day, all of these sycophants and whores and dick, tin pot dictators of the smallest kingdoms in the world will only get to keep a shred of their power if they bend the knee to you. People they wouldn't even bother helping unless the situation was more beneficial to them than apathy. <laughs> you have helped us a great deal. It's a perfect final insult. It doesn't matter if you fix this or not. It'll be an excellent last nail in the coffin of their pride. And they'll never get any and they'll never get restitution from it. There will be no comeuppance, no peace. They'll just have to weigh this burden forever. All I have to do now is die a peaceful death, old. We'll miss you. Yeah. Well, I guess you won't die a peaceful de death old you stick around. Many have tried in these last passing days. None have succeeded. Not with my associates and confederates. Not with them nearby. Who's he referring to? His conspirators. The, the exiles that he is found. There anyone else around no, there's no one else around here. Oh, I know what I was gonna do before yeah. we fix everything. I was gonna go find the um the god of the realm. The god the god of the capital. Okay. And I was gonna get an exigent from him. You can do that after. Yeah, but Everybody he's already getting his shit kicked. Also, Ooh. she's probably had a lot of wine, so she's gonna be perfectly fine. Oh yeah, that's true. Plus Ooh. also after? If, even if she was exploding and shit like the, when they give exigence, it weakens them. Yeah. So if she's already all exploding and shit, yeah. that's gonna be fucked. Once we're done here, everybody is ours and can do with it as we please. Okay. I'm basically waiting for him to leave at this point. Well, basically, why would he? He's just hanging out. Is okay. he? Is he cool that we're just okay. gonna? I don't know. Fucking okay. ask him. Okay. Um. Well, communicate. We're, we're gonna start mopping up. Here, pretty quick. I hate that yeah. phrasing people keep using. <laughs> what? Mopping up. We're not custodians. We may be putting on the fires. We're not firefighters. We're rulers. We're coming to save and and yeah. lift up everyone here. And how will you accomplish that? What tricks have you found? How will you solve this contagion? Well. We've done the unthinkable to achieve the impossible. We have a cure. 
from the divider of no. I wouldn't hold. <laughs> I don't. Um. I'm, I'm sure I'm not that? holding it with one arm either. I'm probably like, ah, oh, this is so heavy. Uh, you've been working out. <laughs> uh, you can you can hold a grand eye clay in one hand. You just can't use it in one hand. Remember, artifact weapons become lighter. <clears throat> Arzak. Perhaps I should have made a deal with him to keep that a little more confidential. Yeah, that is irrelevant. What a magical word, relevant. It doesn't hold the same connotations as unimportant. It's not nearly as savage as pathetic or shadow or the masses. So clinical. Such an excellent gift for Monocathonia. Well, let's see it through then. He kind of just makes a gesture of lead the way. Okay. I guess to do the Siberials to lead the way? To the basically water treatment plant, as we've called it. There is a fountain, larger than all the others in Yushan, <clears throat> kind of in the, the center distance between like all the major bureaus. And uh, if you know how, you can go into the fountain and kind of walk in a pattern clockwise and counterclockwise around it. That brings you into a large water temple that kind of moves quintessence from the various mance lines that exist in you, Sean. Yeah, he just he just goes with you. Alright. Like, it kind of taints our whole, uh, we're coming in and saving everything. We've got, we got Who would, the subject. Who's alive to see you? Yeah. It's true. Partial of your old friends. They, they at this point, they just, know everything. Yeah. At this point, they, they either side with us or they die. I think they're pretty, pretty smart to be like, these guys are in charge now. Okay, okay. Yeah, in the fountain, there's a statue. And it's a statue of Saturn. One of the mains of destiny. And the statue itself is um, basically, you know, in a in a kind of reposed way that has her hands under her chin overlapping each other in in a way that could almost hold a sword if a sword was placed in it. And it's on a it's on a plinth. And you just put the sword in her hands. Yeah. Yeah. After a while it resonates with God Machine protocols and Autocathonian software updates and it pulses through all the water, which changes it slightly, and just cascades through the entire complex. And all across Yushan, the quintessence fountains that are still active change. Can we unlock Yushan now? Give it a bit. Okay, okay, okay. Let it heal up and then we can unlock it. Oh, yes. Come with me. Let's go. If I am leaving this place, I should probably unlock it before I go. Thank you. You look sour. I'm sleeping. Ah, he walks to a building in Yushan, a pagoda. Uh, Looks like it might be a manse of some sort. And, yeah, from the pocket of one of his uh, robes, he pulls out a... A uh, small key made of glass mm-hmm. um, that has various seals and monzes kind of uh, inked over it and just kind of drops it into a water basin in there and there is a sort of echoing uh, wind chime effect that starts to go through you, Sean. Okay. It was simple. 
far too simple to pull off. <laughs> yeah, I just needed the right contacts. Always the best plans are simple. Well, I am taking my leave of this place. It could I could no long I can no longer extract anything more from it than I already have. Enjoy. You have full control over everything that happens here from now on. And there's nothing anyone here who you thought they were in charge could do about it. Perfect end. Hey, he just looks up to one of the towers in Yushan that's still functioning that has like windows and stuff on it. And there's like a figure in there. He looks up, smiles and nods, turns on you guys and walk away. And as he does, his armor starts to basically from elsewhere materialize around him, ending with the cape, which swishes behind him. As he, uh, as so yeah, he, he has our symbol on him, anyways. What the fuck am I talking about? People are gonna know. They already know. Well, the be- last thing that materializes is cape, which sort of basically generates itself out of shadow from the back of the armor in that royal purple and black and gold. And he swishes it around himself and blips out. Who's in the tower? His fucking dad. dad. Oh yeah. Oh, that that yeah. His fucking father, Lytek, the right hand of power. Okay. And Clan Darkness leaves, because all I had to do was talk to him. Perfect. I have something prepared. As Yushan's burning around. No one around. Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, but (laughs) there's no one here. Okay. Uh, You'll need to you'll need to work up to it. You'll need to get people together. You'll need to show them the cure and rehabilitate. It's going to be like this kind of thing where everyone's afraid to go near anything and people are constantly exploding on fire and you have to be like, no, no, look, we have a cure. And they drink the water and they're fine. And they're like, I didn't explode. That's very So I guess we start getting the word out. I, I, I mess, yeah, I message like all of our contacts here in New York. <laughs> you can't message them with the walkie-talkies. You're going to have to use this. Yes, yeah, magic. No, That's I, what I'm you're mag- saying. Yeah, magic. Yeah. yeah. That's it. Double check that they're okay or semi-okay. Yeah, there are people who have been leading, like, relief raids and trying to, like, keep people safe and keep areas clean and quarantined. It'll be a slow, arduous process to get this place um, up and running into a state where you can start, like, mass mass kind of distributing uh, the quintessence just because people yeah. are super well hidden. This place is hard to find. I hope that Jade lion died. No, they're all... Everyone died. Celestial lion, well, Jade. I tried. You find another friend. <laughs> Most of the gods that popped aren't coming back. Yeah. Because, you know, they don't have worshippers, so they don't reincarnate. <laughs> so, we got all the filth from you, Sean, all the important people stayed. Perfect. Yeah, we, it was good. <laughs> okay. But yeah, among the flaming runes and embers of you, Sean, you, you four stand. <laughs> yep. It's all yours. You're this empire of dirt. What nice dirt. Hey man, after a forest fire, it grows back thicker and stronger. True. Okay. So, um, I guess again, what's the info from Litech for our stuff? Yeah, Litech's here. Okay. So for I, I think this might be for next session, seeing yeah. as it looks like a lot of people are getting quiet yeah. and sleepy. So for next session, I have a talk phone stuff, which you know about from Zenmu. Uh, talking to Litech for the immortality plan stuff. Probably. Fixing up Yushan, you'll actually get to make your speech once you have people there. That would yeah. be a good opener. 
probably also... GPP, you shot. We saved your ass. Be thankful. <gasps> I had some prepared, like, since, uh, I think, the start of the season. Roughly, wow. Since we came back to Ronaldo Catania. Well, you'll be able to probably give it next session when everyone is more a little more active. Yeah. So probably taking flight tech, probably getting some info from the Bureau of Secrets and stuff like that, or generally build a destiny. Probably has a lot of information there we can use. But yeah, probably the meat of the thing will be going to Zenmo and dealing with the eye. Get that fucking eye, it's the start. You yeah. have a solid lead on it. Right now you know where its location is and how to get to it. Which is the best lead anyone's had on the eye in a long time. See, previously, whenever the eye was used, usually it eventually damages itself, and that's why it goes fucking crazy because it's unpredictable. Yeah. So it would just pop itself over here into Yushan, into that Mansa Talkthon has. And then because no one knew where it was, after it was repaired, it would probably end up in the mirror in that lost things section, and then Yushan would be like, okay, give it to us, give it back. It needs to go somewhere. And then she'd be like, oh yeah, alright, I'll give it to you. Oh, you know where it is, so it goes away now! Now it's summer in creation! Probably like, assholes! And probably be like, okay, can you pay me for this? Because this is really expensive. No, because they'll be like, we know you have the have a talk, and then she's like, and it's gone. Good job. <laughs> she's spiteful. She's Grandmother Bright's apprentice. <laughs> do, you, do you know how spiteful Grandmother Bright is? Uh, Watch out. Well, on a scale of 1 to 10, how pissed off is Grandmother Bright over all this? Uh, none? Okay. She just grows nice and pacified. Well, you just now. saying she was spiteful, so. She's yeah, don't bright, her bad side. saber. Yeah. She was a like, high essence god of like, vengeance. Yeah. But I mean, she might have had friends that. Yeah. She made friends by people that like more vengeance. You know who her friends are? The fucking Court of Orderly Flame, and you guys handed off the world That's to them. That's true. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Alright, so I think we're at the end of the session then, guys. This was good. You guys good made deals with Vider, cured Yushan. Uh, you can start doing stuff to it now and making it your own. Uh, you have a lead for the Avatarthon. You have a lead for the Infernal stuff. You have, a, you have leads for many things. Yeah. So, I was Devin the GM, and we had... Peter. Ian. Kevin. Nicole. And this is sponsored by Nobody. Signing off. <laughs>